listening to RazRadioLive.com, home of the first 52, the Weekend Review, the Rob Revere Show, Canna Fornication, and the Mallard Report. If you like what you hear on RazRadioLive.com, quit being such a cheap bitch and help us out. There's donation bars on the website, and if you use Amazon, link to them through us so we can get paid. Now let me stop bothering you and get you back to the quality programming that you like hearing, only heard on RazRadioLive.com. This is Michael J. Murphy from Why in the World Are They Spraying? You're listening to The First 52.
What's up, man? This is Adam from Rebel Inc. You're listening to the first 52. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. Well, here we go. It's Saturday. And here we are. It's First 52, live from FEMA Region 4 at Lexicon Studio in Southwest Florida. Ah, it's been a long week. A lot of things went on this week, didn't they? And uh, we're going to see a lot of things continue to go on, I'm sure. Uh, I haven't come to a complete conclusion yet. Uh, I am leaning towards the side that you all would expect me to lean towards, but I'm not. Uh, I'm not 100% sure what's going on here yet. There's a lot of a lot of things that we will get into in a little bit. Um, let's bring everybody else in that's in the studio. Of course, we've got my lovely wife Lexi. Uh, of course, you got to wiggle that wire. You'll see why she's wiggling the wire. You'll see why she's wiggling the wire soon. Because hold on, I gotta bring this down first. Because you know, as you all know, Fort Toad is uh, Fort Toad is off visiting up in New York. He's uh, hanging out with our buddies up there, uh, Rebel Inc. and Frank Castle and Lee Camp and all these different people. He's hanging out with up there, having a good old time at the uh, Anarchy in NYC. So you know, in order to have a show, you have to have people to help you with that show. You know, it just doesn't happen automatically. Oh, there we go. That's why we had a nice little horrible echo going on there. Forgot to turn the monitors off. Are you working now? Um, nope. Wiggle the wire. I did wiggle the She's going back to old fashioned, old school. <laughs> she hates that thing. And let me tell you why. Why we're doing that? Like, wait, wait, wait. I, I think I hear something. Hold on. Hey, what's up, everybody? Oh, this wait, is that's Frank not what Castle I wanted. From- I grabbed the wrong thing. <laughs> oh, we're having one of those nights tonight, huh? <laughs> No, no microphone for Lexi, and I, I want to explain to you why we don't have a microphone yet for her, um, but I can't do that yet, but I can now. So, uh, why don't we have a microphone? use of marijuana, so don't listen to these two idiots. Take it from me, I'm the Jesse Ventura of Pussy Eating. Who's that? Ferris. It's been about ten minutes and no one has even Who's mentioned here? taint. Ferris. I'm going to go slap my taint. Who's in studio? Ferris. It smells like hot sauce and taint. Ferris. 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 Stripper pole insurance. We have a special in-studio guest with us. Mr. Ferris. Taint, taint, monkey snout, motherfucker bitch. (laughs) And that was live, my friends. That was live. Ben, it's great to have you at Lexicon Studios here with us. Hey, man. It's great to be here. Um... I laugh at myself often because those words, taint, taint, monkey snout, motherfucker, bitch, are like permanently <laughs> associated you. with me now. So that's what I, I got that going for me. It, it never goes away. It's, yeah. it's yours now. It's always will be, always will be yours. 
Um, so yeah, we have Ben in studio to sit in for Four Toad. We'll keep wiggling Lexi's wire, and, and we'll get her back up. But she's back on the old uh, Lexicon studio up higher, honey. <laughs> Sounds like she's wiggling yeah, wiggle higher. Yeah, wait, wait, there you go. Wait, wait. Wait. Hello, hello, hello. Now we got something, I think. We, it, it sounds horrible because it's the old mic. It does. No, I just don't think it's working. <laughs> <laughs> she just doesn't think it's working. Do you want to share this microphone? We could do doo-wop songs. Um, Ooh, that might be sweet. Why am I still talking? I don't like it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I'm going to hang. Lex, Lex is going to be a note tonight. It'll be Ben and I, I guess. She, she might jump in later on maybe and throw her two cents in somewhere turn that one off so ben yes sir you uh were with ledge earlier today yep. fm absolutely did a little sports talk down uh downtown st pete at ferg's for uh the fan it was fun so that's nice yeah yeah, yeah it was good the precog was there lead the precog lead the precog and uh who else was there uh richard x was there also with his son i thought i saw yep. that he was out there on ledge's tweet it's nice to get out and do some some sports radio and have some fun. So we're gonna reel you back into uh, the the crazy world of conspiracy here tonight because I know you haven't had a chance to do that with Ledge's new uh, schedule over at IO. So no, not in weeks. Kind of got you taken away from it. Uh, so here we are. We're gonna bring you into it and we're gonna talk about some stuff tonight. Obviously, a topic at hand we'll, we will definitely go in and out of probably all night will be the the Boston bombing. Right. Uh, I'd like to let everybody know. I have not, let me repeat, I have not listened to any Alex Jones this week. I have not read any articles from his website this week. What I'm going to say about my opinion of the Boston bombing is what I'm going to be telling you, my opinion, what I feel, not what somebody else has told me to think. So I want to make sure everybody out there listening understands I did not listen to any Alex Jones this week. <laughs> and it's not because I don't like him. It's because I wanted to associate my own opinion this time. It's a strong disclaimer, my friend. Well, I think it's important because everybody automatically goes, you know, you just listen to Alex Jones, and that's what he told you to say. So that's why you said that. Well, that's not what happened. So as we get into that tonight, everybody knows that now. Um, so don't anybody be throwing that one out there. And Buzzy, if you're listening, which I know you are, that first song was for you. Just think about the eyes of the jet pilot while they fly over you. <laughs> Lexi gave me, I know I fucked the lyrics up, but she's nodding her. I, see, I, I think she's thinking, I thought that song was for me. That's what she's thinking. Well, she knows that that was a dig on Buzzy because he <laughs> hates the devil music. The devil music we play at Raz Radio drives Buzzy nuts. <laughs> uh, we'll have to play some Country Joe and the Fish for him later. <laughs> <laughs> Country Joe and the Fish. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, um, I think Kevin is going to have, I, I don't know if before or after it happens on I.O. or not, but I know Kevin's been reached out to Colt Ford a couple weeks ago to get him on the radio. Um, so he might be having him soon, hopefully, because he is a uh, a follower of Raz Radio, believe it or not. So it was really nice to see that. <clears throat> um, ben, what have you... Uh, oh, and we also have Michael Shaner. Uh, you guys remember him. He joined us a couple weeks ago. He's going to join us in the 10 o'clock hour, so we're going to get um, serious as we get closer to the 10 o'clock hour. Uh, we're going to have a little fun. As you know, I was on uh, with, with Scott yesterday on the the pre-420 show, uh, and it's a 420 show. We're not even, we haven't even mentioned marijuana once yet, Ben. <laughs> what, what's wrong with us? I, you know, it's just I think you've been celebrating it nonstop for about 24 hours now, so <laughs> you forgot that it actually is still 420. Yeah, you know, I think I, you know what they're right. Pot smoke does 
uh, effect. What? Uh, huh? Um, so, what were we talking about? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, what's your? What, how has your week been? Let's. Uh, you know what? What you been thinking? What do you? What's your feelings on the the new changes with the IO schedule and uh, how you're not going to have your outlet? Like, what, what? Tell me what you're feeling. Well, I mean, my feeling is is this. Uh, you know, Shannon Burke has a great opportunity to do uh, some talk with Bubba in the morning on the number one rated show in Tampa Bay, uh, and pretty much in in Florida, really. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's a strong show to be a part of. It's a huge opportunity for him. The guy is money, you know, so he he's got to take it. Um, and then Ledge gets a bigger audience too, which is a huge bonus. Right, uh, doing DC now two to six, you know that's that's awesome. I'm, I'm probably triple, maybe even quadruple the listenership that oh, yeah, he had easily. access to in, at night. Easily, because a lot of people don't listen to radio after a certain period of time. Right. So I, I mean, that all works. Um, you know, it's unfortunate for me because it's not convenient anymore for me to show up because I actually have to work during the day. Right. Um, and I definitely, uh, you know, I, I think I told uh, Kevin Harris last night on his show, uh, I said, look, I'm just a guy that needs therapy, and uh, instead I just do radio. Right. And it's a great way to get it out. That's what I always tell people. This is why I do this. It really has been the past, it's been, what, a year and a half now? I've been, invo- well, it's been two years I've been involved with DC, and a year... A year and some months that I've been doing my own radio, whether right. it be with Johnny or on my own now. And uh, it is. It's it's my therapy. It really makes me feel better. Hey, guys, if you want to join the conversation tonight, uh, 941-421-0401. Uh, we'll pretty much leave the phone lines open all night tonight. So you're welcome to join us at any point in time. I know usually we don't take uh, calls with guests. Michael's a, a returning guest. I think you'll you guys know what what he talks about. Ben's going to be learning about him because he doesn't really know him. No, I don't know the man. Um, I'm interested to hear what he has to say. Yeah, yeah, he's he's a good conversation. You know, um, we had a lot of fun with him last time he was on. Uh, he's one of our drops that are one of my uh, you know my little Raz Radio drops that I have. Speaking of, before you leave tonight or tomorrow or whenever it is that you're leaving, make sure we get one from you. You got it. And uh, I got to make one for Ledge. We we talked. We did all those drops yesterday, guys. I know a lot of you were listening. <clears throat> and we did all those those uh, high as a chemtrail drops. <laughs> and we forgot. Ledge and I both forgot to do our own. We got everybody else to do them, and we forgot to do them. So we got to do those one day this week. You know why? Because we were high as a chemtrail. That's exactly <laughs> oh <my> why. God, <laughs> it was a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, you know, and it's 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 a substance that. Uh, you know, really needs to be legalized. And it needs to, forget legalization, it needs to be decriminalized. It's ridiculous that it's illegal. It's it's ridiculous the amount of people that are serving time behind bars over this stuff, mm-hmm. okay? I mean, you get caught with enough weed, you go to jail longer than somebody that just walks up to a mayor in broad daylight and shoots him in the face. I mean, let's face it. It's or or a molest fact. a child. That's even worse. Well, I mean, yeah. shooting a mayor in the face, you know, yeah, he maybe had a good reason. <laughs> I mean, you know, just, you especially know. a mayor, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, you know, raping a child, there's people that do less time than pot dealers. It, it's sick. It, it is ridiculous. It, it's especially being here in Florida, where you're broadcasting from right now. Uh, it's amazing the amount of shit that these guys get away with, and, and that they just get put right back on the street in some halfway house that's usually around the block from a school. <laughs> you know, miraculously. <laughs> yeah. 
don't know we how have that a works. big problem with that here in Florida, I, I, and it's because of the, all the transient. I mean, we have so many different people yeah. that come in and well, out of the state. That's us too. You yeah, know, that's really. true. Yeah. Well, we're we're relocators. We're right. not transients. There's yeah. a big difference between relocators and transient because <laughs> we're both officially Florida residents. Right. You know, it's a big difference there. There was one point in time maybe I'd been a transient when I first got here. But then I got a job and and worked, you know. That's the difference. <laughs> You're not supposed to do that in this country anymore. What are you doing? Well, you know, I just didn't really enjoy the, the level of income that the government would supply to me because it really sucks and it doesn't get you anywhere anyway. <clears throat> so I don't think this was directly a false flag per se. Now, I, I say that in such a... um weird way right it doesn't make much sense <laughs> which is what i like to do i like to make not much sense um <clears throat> do i think this was a drill that went live well, no no well technically it was but it wasn't by design um well they uh, i don't know if you saw today um it came out that the older brother was questioned by the FBI. Yeah, in yeah he was on the FBI watch list, yeah. actually. Yeah. Right, right. So that brings me up some question there as to why it was allowed to go forward. If this guy was on the FBI watch list, which apparently he was, and me and Shannon argued about, we have this high level of security. This should have never happened with the high level of security we supposedly have. So all this tracking, all this BS that we hear, didn't stop anything because he's been talked to before. How did he get cleared? Why was he cleared? Why didn't they talk to him again? You know, people seem to forget the Chechnyan. Is that is that said right? Yeah, well, I don't know. Yeah, they're from Chechnya. So. Chechnya, Chechnyan area there. Uh, back in the day of Russia, you know, that, that region was, was kind of like uh, Iraq of the region. They basically say. went to war, actually, not too long after Russian... You know, the, the Russian-Soviet Union collapse. Right. And they were at war, on and off, more of, like you said, like a terrorist war, kind of like the Northern Ireland back in, like, the 80s or whatever, where they just didn't want to give up the land or they didn't want to be part of that country. There was a lot of mess going on out there. Right, and they operated a lot like um, like Al-Qaeda would or something. And, and it is a Muslim region. It is. It's well known to be a Muslim region. But, see, most people don't know that during that time, that was the... Uh, Early 90s, correct? Probably, yeah. Uh, 91, 92, 3 range, somewhere around there. Um, who was supporting them? Who was, who was training them? Who was paying them? Well, hold them? on, hold on. There was, there's more to the story. Um, yeah. Actually, uh, Russia mm-hmm. had, had deemed them a terrorist organization. State, right. And they were actually going to war and started executing them. And then the, the U.S. and the U.N. intervened, if you remember that. That was big news back then. Right. You know, this is genocide, blah, 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 you know, all that stuff. So we, stop it. Yeah, so that's how we originally got involved. And then, as you say, you know, our CIA was actually training them and... Uh, Assisting them. Yeah, and, and using their services for... Uh, which we've never game. seen that recently. That never happened. No, not... Why, not, is, it, why not, is it all our enemies always end up coming from being <laughs> uh, former CIA agents or, or supported by the CIA or trained by the CIA? Why is that? Because the CIA doesn't have loyalty to a country. It has loyalty to a specific mission that has a finite end date. Mm, a finite end date. Yeah. 
Well, I wish that date would get here already so we could end their bullshit. Well, then they just have a new mission oh, the next day. Oh, then a new mission. So how do they get their money, I wonder? What is this? Oh, uh, the drug war. Uh, let's war. see, you know, stuff like that. Oh, yeah. I guess that, that would explain why uh, prisons are private and have quotas and, you know. They, uh, I mean, I think it's pretty obvious for anyone that's listening is of of a certain mind anyway. So I think it's pretty obvious. I think we can say quite <laughs> concisely that everybody knows that the CIA has been running drugs and money for years and years and years. And continues to do it still to this day. Of course they do. Uh, and that's why the lovely plant, marijuana, hemp, weed, ganja, uh, sticky icky. Uh, <laughs> what else can we call it? Uh, Green bud. Uh, shit, Chiba, Mary Jane. <laughs> That's why that'll never be legal as long as they have the power. Can't let them keep the power, right? So, um, where do we go? How do we get here? We got here uh, because oh, you bombing. were talking about the Boston bombings, Boston bombings. Um, and you had stated that you do not believe this is a orchestrated and or designed false flag per se. Right. <clears throat> now, of course, we know they're going to use it. Yes. And there are many pictures out there that, that have me questioning whether they actually knew they were there or not. Um, I've seen just – I don't know if you've seen the four-channel pictures yet. I, I've seen a lot. You know, from me, from what I've seen, and this is my perspective on that, right. is the FBI knew these guys were bad news. Right. Uh, they were following them for a while. They sent do- uh, bomb-sniffing dogs to the marathon – you know, to check out the area. And they did. I mean, you can watch the footage. They had guys on the ground checking stuff. They really right. did. Yep. The only reason the dogs didn't sniff it is because they put it inside those pressure co- cookers, which creates a vacuum, and the scent doesn't get outside the pot. Or the pot doesn't. Oh, yeah, the scent doesn't get pot. Hey, man, yeah. I'm talking about the pot, man. <laughs> it's fucking 420, man. Yeah. What are you thinking? <laughs> but uh, you know what I mean? I, yeah. They did take precautions. At some point, there's only so many precautions that are tangible. You're you know going mean? to die one day when you walk out of your house, no matter what. You're, there's going to be a day you die. You might not even walk out of your house. True. That you is might die true. on the toilet. I probably will. <laughs> I spend a lot of time on the toilet, so that, that is possible. Is that true, Lexi? Oh, she's shaking her head yes. <laughs> that's an affirmative. Flapping the lip. Yep, that's right. <laughs> well, one of the things that have me questioning, and this was included in the 4Channel, I posted this up on the website, is a letter that was sent. Have you seen this letter? Have you heard this letter? Um, where did you get the information that a letter was sent from? I'm just curious because I I haven't seen it. Well, the four channel comes from. It's not a anonymous. Facebook post meme, no, no, is no, it? No, no, okay. this this <laughs> that four channel post that comes from anonymous. All that is uh, research done by anonymous and and groups of people working with them. Okay. Um, in that four channel was a, a copy of this letter. Also, what the letter reads is it says. Um, well, the article, as I posted, it says, This letter was also sent by a whistleblower to Alex Jones and his team over at InfoWars. It exposes the entire plan that the Illuminati was originally going to use to pin the bombing on to make it look like it was an American citizen who owned a gun and was a fan of the NRA. Of course, this is all a make-believe, pre-scripted story that the Illuminati created out of thin air, but they were going to try and use it to come after the gun rights. And this is what the letter says. I, I see you breathing and stuff over there. <laughs> yeah. I know InfoWars is on there. And this letter was apparently sent by a whistleblower that works for a security firm. And what the letter reads is, warning, laws are, writ- are written to screw you. 
I work for I work on a security commission, and I have just received word to start campaigning on a campaign. We've this was been, a Facebook meme, by the way. This not where I got it from, though. Yeah, yeah I know the meme you're talking about. This yeah. I, this is not not where I got it from, though. Just so you know. So anybody out there seen this? Now you know which one I'm talking about. Honey, have you seen this? I know you're bombing it down. Oh, you don't have a mic. Damn, I keep forgetting that. <laughs> um, working on the last two months, and now it makes sense. They're going to pin the event on a male, late teens, early 20s, and say he did it because he, he's unstable. They're going to find firearms and an RA book, which I know that's not how it happened, but we had the shootout. Um, they're going to say he used reloading powder, which have, they come out and said now, that it was... Uh, let- can I can I Go play ahead, can I play Brad Friedman's advocate here right now? Um, Brad Friedman's advocate. <laughs> um, this guy posted or sent this letter right. anonymously, correct? I got it through again anonymous but sources. I'm just yeah. saying the letter is anonymous, anonymous correct? Yes. So he doesn't state who he, is. who he is. There's absolutely no corroborating evidence that this guy even works for any kind of security firm other than mall security, correct? Right. It could be Paul Blart. See, I did. I, this was a good choice for tonight. It, it, it counteracts Dave. It's perfect. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, I, I just think that this is another one of those garbage things that flies around on the internet because somebody still wants to talk about the fucking Second Amendment, no matter what. And it's like the news today could be that McDonald's lost uh, all of their French fries and now they won't serve them anymore, and they'll still be saying that's. I work for McDonald's, and this is about the Second Amendment, I'm telling you. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I just think... McDonald's not selling any fries anymore. That's right. Right. And it's all because the Second Amendment's going to be repealed by Obama and his gun-grabbing toadies. I'm just saying, I believe in the Second Amendment. Right. That's not really my argument, but the garbage that's going around on Facebook and the internet right now... You gotta love it. I think that that letter is absolute bullshit. Here's a copy of the actual text that was sent that's on the 4channel if you want to see it you've been on the 4channel so there's an actual copy of it there Um, I'm sure anyway I can write a bullshit letter too I can can. actually type it out or write it out and then send it somewhere I I thought it did hit pretty good though on some of the points of the age picking it, you know what though? It's bullshit. How you get that lucky it's, though? It's all it's all imaginary though. That's the thing. It's this is an entire imaginary event. That letter and everything about it is imaginary. Imagine. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't put it past our government to use this <laughs> and blame ahead. some white guy that has an NRA card, you know, and say, "See, see." I mean, believe me, I don't ever. Ever underestimate reactionary legislation because that's all we get these days. Now, how do we get to Chechen then? What do you think brought that along? I don't think any of this has anything to do with anything. I think you have these two idiots that grew up in a violent culture that were alienated here, had no friends, felt isolated, mm-hmm. and this big event was coming up, and they go, oh, well, they can't fucking ignore me now. Does it bother you? That they're not being read their Miranda rights. Yes, it does, and it should bother you too. It does absolutely. And uh, and that's you know hello what? NDAA. Yeah, well, yeah, you're exactly right. This is really just a localized application of NDAA on one person. Nope. Now, I mean, here's the thing: do our laws are there for a reason, and they protect everybody from the most heinous offender to the innocent person who is 
is accused of a crime for no reason. All right. I thought we were and guilty and uh, innocent until proven guilty, right? Exactly. So all of these people yelling, good, shoot him in the head in front of everybody, blah, right. blah, blah. You know what? Yeah, that's a fantasy. When you see something horrible and kids die, you see that you motherfucker and you do. You want to see him die horribly. Right, right. But you know what? At least wait till after the trial. <laughs> At least, you know, let's you know, go through the process. Yeah, right. Shoot him on the courthouse steps afterwards. Well, so I was disgusted today, and I used to <laughs> love this guy, uh, uh, Gutfield on Fox. He, used to, he does the... Um, the eye, red eye at night. He was on this afternoon. It was that idiot group, the five, that stupid show they do with the oh, five yeah. fucking retards that I, sit there. Agreed. Oh, I hate that show. But I have to watch it every once in a while just to yell at them. So he's on, and um, I, I was disgraced and disgusted by how they were talking about these people, um, the the alleged bombers. Right. You know, we don't know what they did yet. We don't know if they really did something. Let's understand, there's still alleged bombers right now, by right. the way. Innocent until proven guilty. Yeah. I understand they're running around, all this going on, but it doesn't mean they did anything. No. You know. Chances are, they're probably guilty, to be honest. But More likely. We don't know this. Nobody has done any official thi- any official investigating, really. They're just trying to catch these guys. They right. got the lead. They're already going after them. This I, isn't about, hmm, let me see what happened. And I'm sure they are guilty of w- what they've done. Probably. And they should, you know, well, the one's dead. They, so. they should pay... They're, they should pay for their crimes in accordance with the laws of this country. I didn't think we were going to see... Um, I didn't think we were going to see a capture. I thought they were going to kill them both. I really did. Uh, when I heard last night, I mean, obviously... I wasn't in the best frame of mind last night to do any research or follow anything. I was just going to say, you were in the best frame of mind. Oh, yeah, I was in a good frame of mind. But, um, you know, I, I did hear last night that uh, they were got this guy pinned down. What I couldn't believe was the... I mean, I know the guy did evil. He hurt people. Right. He, he killed three... You know, young people. Well, well, here's the deal, and I think this is where you're going. No matter what happens, you don't have the right to assassinate U.S. citizens. Right. Which Period. We, we've done already. Right. And here's here's the thing that seems to keep coming up, and this is what's scaring me, because it's not in the text. It's in the subtext of a lot of these articles right now that are going out there. Right. If you are getting arrested, correct? Like, you, you've been busted doing something. You get arrested. No matter what it is, if you stole a lady's purse... Or if you uh, shot an old lady in the face in front of her grandchildren, right? Mm-hmm. I would say those are pretty much the two ends of the spectrum there as far as horrible crime, you know? The point is, no matter what you do, you still deserve to have your Miranda rights. You have a right to a speedy trial. You have the right to an attorney. If you cannot afford one, the courts will appoint you one. You have a right to a trial by jury. Right. You have the right to be – You actually, not even the right. You are innocent until proven guilty. End of story. These are the rules. I've served on a jury. Have you served on a jury? No, I've never gotten actually lucky enough to be called up. Well, I just recently did it this year, and uh, you know, it's funny because I always used to talk all this shit about the jury system and it's right. all bullshit and blah blah blah. You know, I mean, I was like because I see all this other stuff in the government that's well, important up. though. People it's, don't realize how important the jury is, being well, on the jury is. You're right. And when I did it, I realized just how much our government puts their trust in its citizens to carry out justice. We were in charge of what happened. They weren't telling us you have to do this or you have to do that. They were saying this is the law of the land. You can do either one. You're the jury. You're deciding what's going to happen here. And that's where jury nullification comes in. You know, people don't understand what that is. But jury nullification is, is you know, 
if you're on the jury, you can stop a bad law or an illegal law even by being on the jury and not calling somebody guilty for a law they're being charged for that you find unconstitutional or illegal. Well, you can, but the thing is, you're right, that is jury nullification if you... If Use you, it right. Right. But, well, the thing is, jury nullification, it, it's kind of like a, like a paradox, because if you have that intent and you're going on a jury, you'll never actually have the, the opportunity... on that jury. Well, yeah, you'll never have the opportunity to do it. So, yeah, it's kind of messed up in that You way. can't go in saying that's what you're going in to do, because Correct. you'll never make it to that jury then, because right. the lawyers and the, and, the, and the state officials can keep you out of there then. When, yes, and, and during of voir dire... <laughs> Uh, the jury selection process in this great nation of ours, they asked us several times, would you, would you fight for a not guilty, um, you know, verdict. Jury, jury verdict right. um, if you didn't agree with the law? And if you said yes, you're out. You're out. Which shouldn't be like well, that. Well, no, it should. It actually kind of should um, because you should never go on a jury with the intent of changing the law of the land. And I'm not saying that once you go over there and you're on the you jury, do it. You, might, you might come to that conclusion and you might let somebody go. But you should go note with the knowledge that but, you could. No, but you shouldn't go with the knowledge. That, that exact, the exact reason why you think you should is the exact reason why I think you shouldn't. Okay. And it's just, I think it's just we might be looking at it from a different angle. Um, I look at it as, as as innocent people who have done no real harm getting out of not going to jail and having their ru- ru- lives ruined. Yeah, but innocent, ru- in, ru- if you're innocent, you will be found innocent. Found innocent. Not if End the law story. is you can't have a bag of weed. Yeah, but if the law, that's that's besides the point. That's legislation. And, and here's the interesting thing, okay? And it's funny because a lot of constitutionalists, mm-hmm. um, you know, and I don't know where you fall on this. I know that you're... you're L- loosely, yeah. loosely a constitutionalist. I mean, right. you, obviously that's important to you, and and it has First to do is the name of the show. Exactly. So, <laughs> but the nothing, point, nothing. the point is, a lot of constitutionalists right. um, state over and over again about kind of uh, some of these things, but the constitution and all this other stuff is this is all built around the, the same thing. So, if you were to go on a jury with the intent to overturn a law. Then you're sub you're actually subjugating the system. You're not following the Constitution, and you're not respecting the law of the land. Well, the system isn't even doing what it's supposed to anymore. I no, think it, we it, need to eliminate the the House and the Senate. Well, no, you don't. I, personal. I, I think the system is doing exactly what it's supposed to do. Well, kind of. I think. Fucking us. Yeah, I think that right. the problem is. Well, <laughs> well, that's that. one. That's one side of it. One side is yes, we are getting fucked, but the other side is we fucking deserve it. Sean, we allowed it to happen. We fucking deserve We've it. You know why? Exactly. Because we, nobody wants to rock the boat. Everybody wants to elect these guys in. And then the guys that do go in, the problem is we get one of two type of people right now in this country, okay? The super and this, rich or the super stupid. Well, well, something like that. I was going to go <laughs> politically more, but right. I mean, it's because everybody, this is why we're so polarized right now. Because you have a lot of people with different opinions, but all we're getting in office and, and yes, I'm using a general term, and I'm overgeneralizing, because you know why? Because fuck you, that's why. <laughs> that's why. And uh, that's basically, like exactly. So we're overgeneralizing, but all we're getting is puppets that cater to the dollars. Right. That's one side, right? Right, right. Then the other side, you don't get this balanced, good person that's trying to do right. You get the, ba- you get the people that are going for the dollars that are just whores, 
And then all the way at the other end, you get these fucking idealistic freaks <laughs> that think that Jesus himself pissed in the snow and froze it into the Constitution of the United States, came up and handed it to the Supreme <laughs> Court and said, as long as there's no abortions, all men shall live free. Okay. And that's what you're seeing right now out of the elect. I mean, the, the two sides of it. Yeah. And, and it's evil been- or good. That's stupid. Exactly. Well, not stupid. I hate to call him stupid, but well, I, I know what you're saying, though. That's the thing. Nowhere in the world does practicality, knowledge, and certainly not reading a fucking book come into the equation. Right. Oh, see, you know me. I'm not a religious person. That, that's Neither one thing that I. turns me off with a lot of stuff. Right. You know, why bring that in? Why do we have to draw that into how to solve this problem? Yeah, you know, if you think having faith is good for you to get through it, then that's fucking awesome. Absolutely. Have faith and get through it with that. But don't think that's the only thing that's going to solve it because it's not going to solve it for everybody because not everybody believes in faith. No. And, you know, Bill Maher, it was funny. Bill Maher was talking on his show today, uh, this week, and he was talking about religion. Um, that's one of the things that I'm really totally on his side about <laughs> is that there should be a separation of church and state because it says it on everything, right. even though you know a lot of people don't believe that. And it's not just one party. It's, it's actually amazing because the Republicans, 80% of them polled thought that there should be a national religion of America and it should be Christianity. And here's the scary thing, okay? The Democrats are supposed to be the bleeding hearts, right? Right. 48% of Democrats thought that... that it should, be, a, it should be the religion of the United States. First so they're, I mean, who's worse, really? I don't even know. They're both just worse. as bad, right? And everybody just falls into the stupid, <laughs> oh, okay, I believe what you say, and I'll just do what you tell me to do, and that's how it's going to be, and okay. Right, right-left right paradigm a, is bullshit. It's, it's, and our words. So much. I, I wanted to, I got a little, it's only a minute 16. I don't know, uh, I'm sure you've seen video. I haven't even heard this yet. I just kind of pulled it up because I wanted a reference of it. Um, of the people partying after last night's capture. Um, so let's see if this is what I was looking for. Because like I said, I just kind of just... Yeah. This is a, a video of <clears throat> the cops driving down the street. Uh, I don't know if they have the victim. I'm assuming he's not in the vehicle because he went by ambulance. Is this the dead guy or the live guy? This is uh, after the fact. I think they're just coming back from the scene after everything's said and done. Everybody came out of their house. They're lining the streets, and the cop cars are just kind of parading down the street. Right. After they sent the tanks into the suburban neighborhoods. Right, right. right. Okay. Did you see my post earlier today? Yeah. <laughs> With the picture of the tanks and the soldiers. Yeah. This is Iraq. This is uh, Afghan. Uh, this is Syria. Oh, fuck. This is America. Yeah. So this is. Yeah, the professor posted some great pics from his. House. Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh, I have to check. Yeah, out. you should go on Facebook and check it out. Yeah, I will. So this is this is what what they were doing last night. Which you know, I I understand feeling good that they've caught these guys and they're partying about it. The reason I play that though is is for this reason. So this is how liberty dies with thunderous applause. Remember that as you applaud in the street, other things are going on. There's a lot more going on right now. Yeah. Like, basically, the entire country thinking it's just great to violate this guy's Miranda rights. Yep. Like she says, as liberty dies, um, the guy hasn't been read his Miranda rights. He's being held for interrogation with, with no constitutional protection. So, like I said, NDAA in action. We're seeing well, it for it, the first time. It's actually Patriot Act, really. 
well, because it, he's a suspected terrorist, so he defaults his rights right. right off the bat. So really, it's Patriot Act because NDAA is still not fully baked, even though it passed. Well, NDAA, you don't even need to be stripped of your citizenship per se because you did terrorism act because you can be held as a citizen in general. So it makes you wonder why they didn't just use that in general instead of going to the whole um, public... Maybe they had to promote that public protection reason. Be- no, here's why. Because they, if they say the big scary man hurt the cute innocent little girl, then the rest of the country says, oh, then fuck rights. Who needs rights? True. It's... I don't know. Now his family's all saying that he's been set up, and no, they're not. His uncle said he's a fucking loser, and he was going to do something like well, this. Well, this was older. the older one. No, this was the older one. Yeah, the older one they talk bad about. The young one, this, the nineteen-year-old. Apparently, this this older one grabbed too much control of his mind, from what I'm gathering. You know what? As far as I'm concerned, who's responsible for my mind? Me, not some other guy. And yeah, well, your if, older brother can really steer you. You know what? I don't have an older brother. I'm the oldest, so. <laughs> well, how many steering did you do? How much steering did you do? <laughs> None, of course. <laughs> yeah, I could believe that. <laughs> I would never. I believe in freedom of the mind. Of the mind? <laughs> oh, that just, I don't know. I, 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 I've changed my thought pattern because at one point in time, I would have been the one cheering in the street when we killed Osama or, you know, when we invaded Iraq. I was one of those guys all happy about it. You, you know what the scary thing is, though? Even now, when you see shit like that, your first instinct is to go along. Your first instinct. Then you think and you're like, ah, shit. Yeah. No, it's, it's disturbing me. It's, why are we partying? We're sh- chanting USA in the streets because we just captured, we killed one American citizen and we captured another one. Well, so, all right, let me try to help you feel a little less guilty. Okay. I don't know if you can do that. Maybe. I'm yeah. trying. Okay. 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 I'll give you a try. This is still a good thing that we caught the guys that did this. Agreed. All right? We caught two of them. We don't know if there's more yet still, really. Well, we killed one of them and caught the right. other one. Right, exactly. But two of them have been, quote, unquote, brought to justice. This is still a good thing, okay? At least that threat is off the street. That's the good news. I, I'm not saying that it was done the right way, but right. I'm saying it is kind of good news. And at least the city of Boston can kind of move on with their lives at this point. If this is all true, what we're seeing and hearing and being told. Correct. I mean, again, I've seen it's a pictures, big assumption. I've seen pictures of other people who could be suspects and not the one that, that went begging to be, uh, you know, I didn't do this. Not that one. There's a, a picture of a, a middle-aged man with a, a mustache and a blue shirt carrying the exact same backpack. Yeah, so was he a suspect? Could he be a suspect? What about the uh, the guys in the khaki pants with the black jackets on that had the same backpacks? Yeah, it's, what about them? Well, I mean, here's the thing. You know, in today's society, everybody's got video. Everybody's got phones that take video and post video to the Internet. So much going on on the Internet, and, isn't uh, Well, yeah, and, and it's sometimes it's good, and then sometimes there's just too much out there, and, and the wrong idea gets through. So... I don't know. I don't know. If you're a government and you're trying to maintain order, what do you do? I didn't think a government could maintain order. It's kind of without, its responsibility. Without a gun. Well, it's, it's the response. Well, it doesn't use a gun for propaganda. It uses the media. True. True. True, true, true. It does use a gun, though, to get your money, doesn't it? <laughs> it doesn't even have to. It just sends you a bank <laughs> statement. I tried to you know, unsubscribe, and they told me no. <laughs> I said, I would like to unsubscribe from your service to the IRS, and they didn't go for it. I didn't think it was a good idea. Well, it was a nice try. Yeah, I figured it'd be worth it. But they want their money. so And they're going to get it. 
I just don't know what to think of this whole thing still. Um, like you said, we caught the bad guys. Well, we, you know, we caught think we caught guys, at least, we think, yeah, you know, I, I don't think a 19 year old, 27 year old could build these bombs on their own. Sure. They could. When I was 19, 17, I could absolutely do it. Absolutely. I mean, no I could question. build a bong. I don't know about a bomb. Trust me. There's so <laughs> well, much. Oh yeah. We used to do the match chick ones. Come on. Anarchist cookbook. Anybody can go buy the Anarchist Cookbook. You can find five different ways to make a bomb. And they were smart kids. They went to school. They were college-bound kids. Yeah, okay. I wonder if they were Republican or Democrat. Um, They were Chechenian. But they were were American citizens. (laughs) They got their citizenship on September 11th last year. Well, that one. I, I don't think it matters. I don't think either. I don't think they were even registered to vote. Okay. You know why I asked that question, right? I do. Um, I don't think that uh, – I, I know what you're meaning. I, I get where you're going, but this kind of falls into that garbage letter, and that's why I was not going to play that game. Well, you find, think it's garbage <laughs> that all the shooters have been Democrats and the Democrats – Democrats? Are what? Yeah. All the past shooters. I, not all of them, but a good majority of them. No, they haven't. That's yeah. complete bullshit. What are you saying? Loffner? Loffner was a Democrat. Loffner. Which one was he? He the was, guy that uh, shot Gabby Giffords in the head, the Democratic fucking senator or whatever she was. No, he was. He was. I, I, did I say all of them? I said most of them. All right. I. I mean, name one. The Batman shooter. He was a registered Democrat, or yeah. was that something on a blog? <laughs> him over here. No, that's bullshit. That's complete bullshit. They're all left. There right. are no Democrats in Colorado. We both know this. <laughs> what do you mean? There's no Democrats <laughs> in Colorado. That's like saying there's no Democrats in Austin. <laughs> Austin is nothing but Democrats and liberals. Um, yeah, that's why they redistricted it. Yeah, it really doesn't matter. What'd she say? She said, what does it matter? And she's right. What the fuck does it matter? It doesn't really matter. No, it doesn't. Why am I still trying to do She's still trying to scream in a microphone that's not working for her. I know. Well, it kind of worked for her. <laughs> it made her feel better. <laughs> what does it matter? I don't know. I, it's. It doesn't matter. I, I guess... I'm just saying, you said what party, I said that's crazy, and then I named a Republican, and you named a Democrat, and now we still don't... Well, the point... We still didn't make any point. We didn't make point. any point. Yeah, we're kind of just going crazy on that one, aren't we? Yeah, that doesn't mean... Maybe anything. Michael will bring us some better points when he gets on with us. I'm sure he will. Yeah, we'll have to... <laughs> <laughs> it's just one of those nights. You know what? This whole thing this week has been very draining. I mean, as somebody following news... It's really the only thing I've seen all week. Yeah. I mean, I haven't been able to, to really... What happened to North Korea? Did they ever shoot a bomb? Um, they're still just as much of a threat as they were the first time. Okay. Which is none. What happened to Iran? Um, they kind of forgot about them because they haven't been able to tie these two bombers to them yet. Oh, okay. And don't mind the, <laughs> don't mind the earthquake there, that 7.6 <laughs> earthquake that like devastated regions of that. I don't mind it. <laughs> uh, okay, and uh, how about all the children that got killed in the in the uh, drone strikes this week? You heard about that one, right? Um, like you know, I didn't hear about it, but I don't have to hear about it anymore because every week I assume that thousands of children are fucking murdered because of our drone program. Yeah. And you know it's true because the government keeps playing hot potato between the CIA, the FBI, and the gu- and the yeah, who's army controlling it, yeah. over who's in charge of it. Yeah, that's amazing, isn't it? How they yeah. just pop it around. Well, I don't, I'm not in charge of it. He is. Oh, wait, no, <laughs> now he is. He's doing it this week. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, Realistically, they're not allowed 
to Well, they're trying to put it back in the DOD. They have right. all the experience. Well, go right? stand over there next to him and talk in the microphone so the listeners can hear you. <laughs> she's rambling oh, like yeah. she's doing like a sketch See, over there. when she's the microphone like a cat when the microphone's in her face she won't say anything and then we pull the microphone away and she just won't shut up now well but look what at that she evil said, dagger look no, no, what she said was absolutely correct her point was that originally the cia had full control over drone operations worldwide right they were the ones operating it they had people that were ex-military or even current pilots of certain arms of military that were flying these drones overseas and and shooting shit and killing people a lot of collateral damage that's the problem with drones that's uh the problem is that now they want to put it on the dod mm-hmm. and now they've even been some talk about homeland security uh which as soon as that happens it's game over for all of us well and they're they're that's i think that's the progression they're trying to get to i yeah. think they're trying to bring that you know i've i've given up my fight um, with drones over the U.S. as long as they're not armed. Um, at this point in time, satellites can see us just as well as a drone can, just as well as a helicopter or an airplane can. Not quite. Yeah, They don't have the angles. That a drone can get. Right. Uh, I'd have to believe a helicopter can get pretty much the same angles as a drone, unless we're talking the miniature little... Yeah, but you said satellite. Flying. Well, I was just saying they can get us with all these different sources they at can, this and, point and guess, already. And guess what? They're all violating your civil rights. They are. They are. That's the point. But as long as you're in a public view... Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. I agree with that. If you're in public, if you're in public view, as long as... If you're on your private property, then that's one thing. Yeah, but public view, you can be on your private property, and if somebody has the right equipment to see through an angle or a fucking fence, you're still considered in public view according to that law. That's that's, my problem. Maybe that's a a problem in the law, then. And, and, you know, I'm glad... uh, there's a Scientific American, uh, the last issue that they put out uh, this month, was uh, they had a great piece on drones. And they basically started out, the guy was really smart, I can't remember who wrote it, but just go look it up. Go into a, you know, a Scientific American, right. look up drones, Sorry. you'll see a great article, and he's talking about basically, look, we can't pretend that drones don't exist anymore. They're out there, they're being used, and they're only going to be used in a wider array of of functions at this point. Okay. Um, you know, they, and the, there are positive functions that they have. There can there be, are. but I mean, he wasn't, he wasn't really standing behind them. He was just saying, that's the way it's happening. It's really not like we can do anything at this point, but he's saying, if this is going to continue, that Washington has an obligation to protect the civil liberties of its citizens. And that because of this overuse now of this program, there's too many ways to violate somebody's privacy. And that this has to be part of the conversation. And, you know, this week has been perfect for a lot of this shit. Because, number one, the privacy issue is huge and people just don't seem to give a shit. Number two is the Miranda rights. is just the rights of the accused. And people, again, don't seem to give a shit as long as it's for the right reason. Right. Well, guess what? That's worse than not giving a shit for no reason. Now, I, they, were, they were showing pictures today of... Um thermal imaging and they made a That's really illegal, big actually. point well they made a really big point to say that it was taken from a helicopter i was waiting to hear it was from a drone i really was and they made a big point to say the helicopter pilot you know they they really pointed out that it was a helicopter that had taken these thermal I- imaging so of course it's illegal but look at everything else they did yesterday it was illegal right 
Well, I'm just saying, though, right now, on the books, actually, it's illegal to use thermal imaging to bust somebody. That actually did go into an appellate court, and, and they said, bullshit, that's the same thing as spying on somebody. And, and, but that kind of goes back to my but whole thing. if you're searching thing. for somebody, though, isn't that fall into that category then you can use it to search for somebody but you can't use it as evidence of people doing something it's weird well that's all they used it for was to ensure that he was there right to see if there's but that's but they don't use that to convict they just use that to find somebody we're talking about in court okay you can't use that to say well look this thermal imaging showed you holding up a gun and shooting somebody well thermal imaging doesn't actually show who it is that's why right that would make sense to me that, yeah, but their point was it, it's still it's fucking spying anyway. You know, I mean, you're seeing through things you really can't see through. Okay, and you you have an a, an appropriate expectation to privacy if you're in that kind of situation. Is basically what they said. If you're in cover, you have an expectation to privacy, right? Um, but you know, that's just one thing. This week, you're right, was amazing, and there was more. Uh, you know, last week too. Uh, the whole Bitcoin thing that went crazy and got everybody's attention, people forgot that the same goddamn day the White House released where every penny of federal budget was spent. Was when Bitcoin crashed? And it got buried. It got buried. And the fucked up thing is both sides were proven wrong right now with their big talking points and rhetoric with this bullshit right-left paradigm. Because if you remember, Obamacare was going to save us all and it was going to bring health (laughs) care costs down, right? Yeah. Well, they they showed that they... they spent like 20-something percent more year over year on health care in the federal the budget. Bomb, yeah. And then the uh, – Don't tell know, Brad Friedman that because he'll tell you the checks in the mail. No, he knows. He knows. <laughs> we don't have to tell him. He might pretend he doesn't know, but he knows. <laughs> and then there's uh, – you know, the Republicans were like, well, you know, these, uh, these spendings on defense are dropping too low and blah, blah, blah. Well, defense spending was up too. There was every basic – tenet of all these talking points on both sides was proven wrong with fact. But aren't we in a sequester? We are. (laughs) Well, this was last year where every dollar was spent. But the the thing is, they both... We're still spending it, though. It's not like they stopped. But they both create these stories where this is where this money goes and that's where this money goes because they just want the money. And it's not going to any of the places. Yeah. You know? (laughs) Well, that's how they play their little game. It's exactly how they do it. We're going to dial Michael Shaner up. Uh, get my break stuff going here, and we will bring him in after our first break. Ben, it's always nice to have you in because you. Uh, Thanks, man. It's you, great to be you here. You know what you're talking about. You you have a good opinion, and you, like I said, you're like Dave. You kind of just slap me down when I when I start getting a little weird. <laughs> I don't. I would hey, never shut slap up with that meme. That meme is bullshit. Can't say that. It is though. That was <laughs> sorry. <laughs> it is though. I'm telling you, it is. You guys, you've been listening to the first fifty-two on Raz Route. Wait. <laughs> Lexi had to get her two cents in. On the fir- or you're listening to the first 52 on RazRadioLive.com. Uh, we're going to roll off into a break here. And you guys will have uh, Michael Shaner when we get back. And then we'll take some phone calls and we'll have some more fun. Talk to you soon. Those people, the conspiracy theorists, they've been crazy, but now they're right. When does a citizen become a civilian? When did the heroes morph into the villains? How can two planes powderize three buildings? These are questions that could get you murked. 
politically, socially, physically put into the dirt. Many sway that there's some kind of conflict of interest within. The conflict depends upon what you're interested in. You can chant 9-11 was an inside job all day until you say the Mossad and pay closer attention to Flight 175 and the odd cylindrical pod beneath the fuselage. Then it's 2 plus 2 level addition after you factor in the flight termination systems and flashbacks of the cash that good rabbi stole. September 10th style, right down the rabbit hole. Can I get with two point three trillion? You can get unlimited corporate news. What, what, what can I get with two point three trillion? You can have any mercenaries you choose. What can I get with two point three trillion? You can steal a couple million souls. What can I get with two point three trillion? You can get everything under control. The missile they hit the Pentagon. It was not an act of randomness. It murdered accountants, bookkeepers, and budget analysts. That side of the building was retrofitted prior to this to withstand bomb blast and nicknamed the catcher's mid. If that don't give you some kind of clue why they blew the mortar, you should probably take some medication for your new disorder. If buildings are burning, don't ever trust a news reporter with 267 stories of gruesome slaughter. Don't ever mention Dubs, Akeem, and Trillion stolen, much less missile-equipped Boeing's even remote controlling. With System Planning Corporation International, the folks to see if you got some buildings you'd like to crash into. But that's impossible without the proper capital. That's why I'm asking you what you would do with unimaginable wealth. So much money, you can't delve in it. Enough to buy five presidents and 12 senates. Chemtrail geoengineering programs changing our weather and destroying our environment? Why in the world are they spraying? They want to create a storm in the southeast, then they'll start engineering out over the North Pacific. That's where the trailies will be. Find out why critics are calling Why in the World Are They Spraying? The most important film that is revolutionizing the environmental movement. Go to whyintheworldarethespraying.com for more information. It's just going to get worse until the point where we're not going to be able to grow anything at all unless it's a Monsanto genetically modified abiotic stress resistant seed. Why in the World Are They Spraying? New international version with languages available from around the world. Go to whyintheworldarethespraying.com for more information. It's all about money, and weather is another form of commoditizing, a way the Central Command Group can commoditize another form of our life. Why in the world are they spraying? And if you control the weather, you're going to control the planet. It's that simple. Time we come on see these haters wanna stop it, but we don't give a fuck, you know we'll always dodge and duck it, rising up above it. 
see us at the summit Left them off in the dust when we bust off like a comet Every time we come, we'll see these haters wanna stop it But we don't give a fuck, you know we'll always dodge and duck it Rising up above it See us at the summit, left them off in the dust When we bust off like a comet Jump up on this mic, these haters take a step back It's all about the movement, spitting nothing but the facts I got this bitch brigade on my just getting whacked Now I got these bitch ass haters steady biting on my back, man What the fuck is going on? Going till first coming wrong Trying to stop the message, cause the message coming too damn strong Never do I play along, shake them off like all day long Focus on my mission while they plot and scheme from dust till dawn But I don't give a fuck, I never have, I never will It's just another chance for me to brush up on my skill They do it for the hate, man, some do it for the thrill I do it for the love, cause I gotta keep it real Every time we come, we'll see these haters wanna stop it But we don't give a fuck, you know, we'll always dodge and duck it Rising up above it, see us at the summit Left them off in the dust when we bust off like a comet Every time we come, we'll see these haters wanna stop it But we don't give a fuck, you know, we'll always dodge and duck it Rising up above it, see us at the summit Left them off in the dust when we bust off like a comet Hey yo, Chris, I can feel you like 120% Haters and infiltrators are hell-bent I wanna tie them up and make them repent And then find out by whom they were sent These days they seem all out And if you know payday, you know he's balls out Alex Jones, he can't stand criticism And I don't trust him as far as I can spit it in him That's the way it's gotta be Until we know the details of the Council for National Policy I can only take a stab at it But what I do know is their agenda's very elaborate So who the fuck can we trust? When it comes down to the grizzle, my nizzle, I'm ready to bust Till the clip is empty These days, I don't even trust Gerald Salente Every time we come, we'll see these haters wanna stop it But we don't give a fuck, you know, we'll always dodge and duck it Rising up above it See us at the summit, left them off in the dust When we bust off like a comet Every time we come, we'll see these haters wanna stop it But we don't give a fuck, you know, we'll always dodge and duck it Rising up above it See us at the summit, left them off in the dust When we bust off like a comet We in the middle of a war and I got a mission Exposing these hoes as controlled opposition Listen, I ain't hating a dissing I'm just trying to expand your vision For real, it's sick men, the conditions we live in They trying to transform the planet to a prison And most of these sheep is halfway asleep Sitting in their living rooms watching their televisions Yeah, but some of us is different We read the newspapers thinking who the fuck they kidding We hate these politicians and it doesn't really matter If their last name is Bush Obama or Clinton We saw the Twin Towers and we thought demolition The powers that be said Well you gotta get them You can tell them anything to make them feel like victims So long as Jesuits and Zionists are never mentioned Every time we come we'll see these haters wanna stop it But we don't give a fuck you know we'll always dodge and duck it Rising up above it See us at the summit left them off in the dust When we bust off like a comet Every time we come we'll see these haters wanna stop it But we don't give a fuck you know we'll always dodge and duck it Rising up above it See us at the summit left them off in the dust When we bust off like a comet I don't know where we're headed I don't know where to go Just listen to your intuition Follow the flow uh -oh. This world is just so crazy Be still inside your soul This world keeps spinning Spinning out of control Intel Pro Now's the time for you to make a decision You let the stress cloud your vision Or you listen to your intuition Quit your bitching about the position you live in You gotta keep clear intentions and be thankful for the shit you're given do you always start to worry wherever you go thinking everyone you know is calling tell pro you gotta turn off the beat when we're speaking to it we gotta keep it fresh keep it prudent this is the freedom movement be the teacher be the student learn the language and then speak it fluent communicate and reach them through it it's election season all the candidates prepare to win it's all lies i see smoke in the air again your chance to get 
wanna stop it But we don't give a fuck, you know we'll always dodge and duck it Rising up above it, see us at the summit Left them off in the dust when we bust off like a comet Every time we come, we'll see these haters wanna stop it But we don't give a fuck, you know we'll always dodge and duck it Rising up above it, see us at the summit Left them off in the dust when we bust off like a comet This is Mike Shaner from, hell, I don't know where I'm from. This is Mike Shaner from examiner.com. You're listening to the first 52 on Raz Radio Live. Is that all you want to <laughs> All right, here we are. We are back at the first 52 on Raz Radio Live. Ben Ferris in studio with me. Oh, we're having a lot of fun, a lot of conversation off air, that's for sure, isn't there? Yeah. <laughs> it Has never it stops. No, yeah. it doesn't stop at all, ever. Ever, ever, ever. That's not really the song I wanted to have come back into with, but that works. Kind of funkadelic. Come on, Ferris, let me see you do your gig, your jig. There you go. <laughs> Now we're having fun. Ferris is dancing. Now we know we're in trouble. I'll, I'll do hip-hop hands for Mike and Cynthia. <laughs> uh, speaking of, I wonder how An- Anarchy and NYC is going for them up there right now. Dave, you're supposed to be calling me soon. I know Rebel Inc. probably is uh, still on stage, but you better be giving me a call soon. I know last time we had Michael on, we had a little issue getting him connected, so hopefully he's there. Michael, do I have you, buddy? I'm here, man. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm doing excellent, man. I want to welcome you back. This is Michael Shaner. Uh, he was with us a few months ago. You heard him in his drop a couple seconds ago. Uh, nice little drop there. Is that all you wanted? <laughs> <laughs> I don't like hearing my own voice. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> well, I got my buddy here this time. Uh, he goes by Ferris. His name's Ben. Uh, he's sitting in Dave's spot because Dave's up in uh, New York City at Anarchy and NYC. So, Ben, I'd like to introduce you to Michael. Yeah, hey, great to have you on, Mike. Hey, what's up, Ben? Nice to talk to you. You too. So Mike reached out to me this week. He's been thinking about doing a show, and then we got into the technical talk of doing a show, and I think it, it kind of scared him off a little well, bit, all yeah. that technical talk. Yeah, yeah, that was, um, you lost me uh, at the first word there, man. <laughs> no, I'm, when it comes to tech, it's just not me. Well, you say you got a lot to say and talk about, so uh, that's why we invited you to come back in and uh Share what's going through your mind, and I'm sure after this week, uh, just like the rest of us, your mind's got to be just uh, mushed out with all the information and all the, the things you've been researching and talking about and thinking about, I'm sure. It is. I'm literally exhausted. I just I can't imagine what it would be like to be up there. Yeah, I'm just uh, kind of blown away. It's all. I spent two days um, just in front of the computer, man. I, I turned pale as a ghost, just... Um, haven't seen the light of day just all going by so fast it's really mind-blowing the weird thing about it is a couple of days before it happened literally like two days before it happened i was having a conversation with a friend of mine about um who's going up through conspiracy theories and she's kind of new to politics and we were talking and i was talking about uh the threat of martial law coming um down the road and lo and behold two days later what happens in Boston? It was just so wild, and now I'm wondering if I'm psychic. <laughs> yeah, you pretty much did see martial law. I mean, there was pictures 
you know, I understand the severity of the situation. We've been talking about it on and off for the past hour now. Um, it, it's a severe situation, but when you post out a picture and you're not really sure if you're looking at the streets of Iraq, Afghanistan, Syria, right. Egypt, or America, there's concern to be drawn there. Yeah, it's it's incredible. I I really don't know how to how to express everything that's going through my it really is. I, my mind really has turned the most over the past couple of days. It's um it's just the images I've seen. Things you never think you it's, Yeah, Michael, do you every really think conspiracy theory in the world. I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, M- Michael, do you really think they needed like an armored vehicle or a tank to catch this guy? No, apparently all they needed to do was let people go outside their house, right? Right, <laughs> but but yet they they paraded them down the street, didn't they? Yeah. Right, in yeah, body that's armor. What's so eerie about it all is how willing people were to accept it at the threat of danger. It's just how and, and the things I've seen posted from from people about it, just kill the guy. He needs to be waterboarded. This and that. just I, I really. How eager people are to, in the face of fear and in the uh, the face of ignorance, just how eager people are to give up their rights and and not even realize that by trying to take the rights away from this guy, to what's wrong with letting him have his day in court? You know, what's wrong with going to court and having the trial and finding out the information? If he's guilty, he'll be punished. I just it just it's so mind blowing to me how eager people are to let that slip away, and they don't realize that when you take it away from the the villain then you're taking the rights away from yourself because it's all based on precedent, right? So uh, all court cases are based on precedent since John Marshall. So when the precedent set that you no longer have to give somebody the rights because the public assumes he's guilty, then you no longer have to give anybody rights. It just starts there, you know? Absolutely right. I mean, we've just been talking about pretty much the same thing. You know, if you're just going to ignore the fact that if you're innocent until proven guilty, then you might as well just throw the Bill of Rights into a fire and just light the match. Yeah, this public safety clause they're using. um, Wow. Yeah. yeah, American they're looking citizen. for excuses. Right. They look for excuses to not follow the law. The true anarchists yeah. here are the people in power. Yeah, they really are. They really, really are. And it's, it's a scary thought to think that an American citizen, whether you like it or not, he's an American citizen. He has the do, right of due process. That's what our Constitution lays out as far as how this should be handled. And I don't think uh, there's, there's any reason that, that that should be allowed to be stripped away. I, I'm sorry. I just don't no, see any reason. No, and it was laid reason. out for just such an occasion. I didn't mean to interrupt you like that. It was laid out for just such an occasion, though. I mean, it's not laid out to prosecute uh, somebody for speeding. You know, it's not laid out to protect the rights of somebody that everybody thinks is innocent. It's laid out for a reason. It's laid out to protect the rights of the people to, who are all emotional right now and mob rules. It, it, You're absolutely right. You you are absolutely you know, right. Right on the head. It, it is there to prevent vigilante justice and wild wild west. Well, it's just like the, fir- right. the first amendment's there to protect unpopular speech, not popular speech. You know, exactly. just, it's all there for a reason to protect from these specific things. And go ahead, Mike. That's what that's what's really so scary about it all. It, it, from government, you expect these things, or I do. I mean, I, you know, from government, you come to realize that. They're power hungry. Governments grow. They're they're there to do it. They don't care about rights. They're no matter what they're supposed to be there for. They're there because they're they're power hungry. They're there to trample the rights. They want to take all the control. As far as they're concerned, they're kings and we're we're subjects. Yep. What's scary about it 
Good. We're disagreeing with you, bro. <laughs> What's scared about it is the people that are accepting it. The people that just the populace is just so wild and so bloodthirsty and so eager to give up the rights. They don't even realize that they're giving up their own rights. It's just—it's so amazing to me. That's what's so terrifying about the whole thing. Most of it's them not that what the government's doing; it's that the people are allowing it. Most of the so people, easily. most of the people, don't even realize they have those rights. They don't even pay attention to what no. what's given to them. And, and kids these days don't even understand they have a right to privacy because they're so used to the Facebook nation, the Twitter mm-hmm. nation right Everybody now. Watching them. They mm-hmm. don't understand that, you know what? You can just hang out in your house and be left alone. That's your right as an American, really. You really can't anymore. I mean, look what happened in Wilkes-Barre two years ago the, the, with all the, the 30,000 pictures from the kids' bedrooms from the school computers that they had. Yeah. You really don't right. have any privacy or any rights anymore, it seems. It really, And they, they proved that this that yesterday. Well, and, and you know what? That means that the courts and the law makers out there need to catch up. You need to adapt. They always tell us, oh, you have to adapt to the new thing. You know, adapt or die. Well, you have to adapt because we have to decide. We have some big decisions to make as a nation right now. Mm-hmm. And you know what? It, all young people out there, I think that there's some bright young kids out there that actually do get it. And they need to be strong right now, and they need to demand their rights. I know you shot this down earlier, Ben, and I'm going to say it again. Mm-hmm. I still feel that the the Senate and the House is um, antiquated. It is fossile, fo- fossilated. It is useless no. at this point in time. No, it's not. No, it's not, and I'll tell you why. Tell me why. Um, there is absolutely nothing wrong with the system, really, in the grand scheme of things, the way it's designed. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying the way it, it's practiced, but the way it's designed. Right. And I'll tell you why. It's because it's about representation, Sean. And the fact is that as long as we have a House and a Senate, we still have a voice at the local level. And it's important because everybody has to answer back to a district or a state. And that means something. I know that we've had horrible representation, <laughs> but the citizens citizens need to actually take hold of your constitutional right. And you need to say, this is not good. You are going to be voted out if you do not speak my mind. Because you are my representative in this government. That's why it's set up that way. That's why there's districts. That's why there's a Congress. And that's why there's a Senate as a check and balance. But you know why we lost, when we lost power of that, when they, when they took the power away from the states to control their senators? Uh, you know, I, I believe in states' rights, so I, I'm not arguing the general thesis of that argument. Right. But uh, I, I don't think that's really the case of when we lost it. I think that when the money involved in politics became so great right. and the lobby system uh, basically progressed, uh, you know, un- uninhibited for years and years, I think that's when we kind of lost it. But we've never held these people accountable. No, and, and I mean, you can't just point fingers at these people at Ivory Towers. We are responsible for the people who represent us in, in the government. And that's how I ivory, look at it. We've got to rip those Ivory Towers down. You're damn right. Do. You're damn right. What's your thought, Mike? I agree that the, um, the design is right. I agree with the spirit of what Ben was saying. I agree that. There, I, I won't say nothing. I agree that the design it, it was probably the best system that we could have. I also agree with you that in its present form, it's useless. Uh, I don't think that the answer is to to strip it away and give all the power to the president. They've already done that, though, so so what's, that's why it's useless. Um, I think, though, even though the design was, was right, was probably the best that they could have at the time, 
I think it's taken its natural evolution. I think that power corrupts and corruption grows, and that you get to what we have. I don't, and I agree with you. I I disagree with Ben that um, that wasn't the beginning of when things changed. I think when they took the power of the states away to appoint the senators, I think that was a horrible thing that should be changed back. But I still, even going back to that, I don't think it's going to. I don't think it would. I still think that the government's going to grow to the to this big. Frankenstein beast, and uh, you're going to get there. I, I think that's what governments do, and I think when everything everything you're saying is right about we need to do this, the people need to do this, we need to hold them accountable, but just based on everything of the past week, they're not going to. You know, it's just it's just turned right. We found the feeding trough, so they vote right. who feeds us, um, and that's where we've gotten to. At this point, I really don't know. Um, I don't know what's coming. I don't know what the answer is because I've lost a lot of faith. And um, and I've always been an optimistic kind of guy. I've always believed that the change was right around the corner. I've always believed that people are going to be taught. And I still have a lot of faith in the young people. I still have a lot of faith that it's going to happen, I, it, that the Ron Paul generation, uh, meaning us, are younger than us, is not... 70-year-old Ron Paul, is <laughs> that things will change as they get older and become more um, more influential in the system. Do you think I don't know make if it's going to happen in my lifetime. I don't know if any kind of reasonable good change is going to happen in my lifetime. I think it's going to get worse before it gets better. Um, and I do believe that the current system is antiquated. I don't think that there's a better... I, don't, I think the only system to replace it with is to go back to um, the city-states. I thought I think you just have to drown the government so small. You have to find a way to make it so small that it can't grow into this huge beast, and, and I don't know the answer to that. Yeah, that's a hard one. That's a real well, hard one. I, I mean, it makes you ask the question, though. Do people – I mean, I think it was uh, de, de Tocqueville that uh, said it uh, way back when, but do people get the government they deserve? I mean, we do still have a hand in this. We do still have an electorate. We do to a degree if we can actually trust the systems in place now. I mean, that's a whole nother, yeah. another ball of wax that we're it's, opening up there. I, I'm not saying that you don't have any point by saying that because there definitely is some corruption, some coercion, and voter suppression out there. Mm -hmm. But uh, Don't forget the machines but, that we use that we can't trust yeah, to, to be accurate I, I, or not. And I'm, I'm not really arguing that point either, but guess what? If we even tried, I'm sure <laughs> yeah. we could make a little bit more of a difference. It's more than 40% of the people came out. Go ahead, Mike. I agree with what Ben just said completely, and I believe that we, as a collective, do get the government we deserve. I don't sure is there some some fraud? Is there some voter suppression? Is there yes? But we still allow it. We, as a collective, still allow it. We still pay the taxes that fund the wars that fund every. I mean, we still do it. We pay for our own suppression. Um, <laughs> You're right. It's sad. You know, um, and that that's and, and until we don't, nothing's going to change. It's it's not. I don't blame the government so much anymore. Like I said, this is what I expect from a government. I blame us. I blame the people. It's We're the ones that allow it. We're the ones that can change it. You know, we've got the numbers. No matter if they have drones or don't have drones, we've got the numbers. It can all change. It can all change quickly. But it's just going to take a mass movement to do it. You know, uh, if 10% of the population, 10% of the taxable population, quit paying taxes, right? they're not going to come to us all in jail. You know, um, that's a lot of people. They, they can't. There's a lot that can be done. It's just 
is there the will to do it? And that's the biggest thing is to get in the will together to get us. I mean, I, hell, I'm afraid right. to not pay my taxes, but, you know? Well, but you know what the weird yeah. thing is, though? Every time I've been involved with the government in any kind of official capacity, they've always made it very clear that the people are in charge. And if you want to do this, then just do it, and we will follow suit. The problem is that I don't think anybody really takes that responsibility on a lot of the time. I mean, I'm not even going to get into, like, indoctrination, because there's definitely certain states that indoctrinate their students to be a little bit more lax. Right. You know, especially in the Northeast, I'm just saying. But but Florida, to me, actually stands out very strong where we're very we're pretty big about communicating that you have a, a constitutional right to vote and to control your government well our kids gonna be going to homeschool so yeah. well i mean it's new york did it to a point way back in the day but well, see, I, I learned all that when i went to school i'm, yeah, I'm 38 years I, old almost i learned all that stuff I, in school. I feel that maybe there's a little bit more uh acceptance and less um I don't think that there's a focus with kids anymore on the fact that they can actually change their Well, they, they don't want them to know that, though. That's part of the problem. Is Maybe. They don't want them to know what, what – they want them to know the gimme, gimme, gimme. They don't want them to know that well, I'll do, con- I'll do, I'll do. Right, because they're consumers now. They're not citizens. Right, exactly. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a sad – a sad place we look at when we look at that. <laughs> we sound like a bunch of old men. It, it, I know, don't we? Don't. It, it's that, and it's, it's also um, a clear lack of education. I mean, I, and I think that's what we're getting at. Like, I was yeah. on, a, I was in a debate today about that. I posted something on Facebook, and and it was really, I, I was real surprised at her this lady's response. But um, she's like, "Oh, I suppose you'd be fine with this if it were happening in a Middle Eastern country." And I, I was like, "Huh." <laughs> Why would I want to? Why would I be fine with them putting the Middle East on lockdown? I mean, you know, no, I believe in liberty for everybody. And um, and, and she basically went on to call me a homophobe and told me I was against gay marriage and told me I was <laughs> this and that and the other. And the whole reason was because, in her view, if I'm anti-government, that means I'm a Republican, and that means um, you know that I, really I believe in in a statist government, uh, just. Not for the things that she, you know, just not for the statism she believes in. That goes and to show so you how confused. And so people are so caught up in this, you know, you have to be a Republican or a Democrat. They don't understand. Just that's the thing is nobody really right. understands the concept of liberty. Well, and, and you know what? I, I'm glad that you brought that up, actually, Michael, because that I think that is the key to what's happening right now in our society. I think that um, everybody, no matter where you fall on the spectrum, are realizing that the roles that have been decided for you by choosing the box that you fall under hmm. do not fit your beliefs or what you're willing to do or what you find important. And I think that you're seeing a lot of, um, a lot of libertarian views cross over with some people that are disenfranchised progressives as well as disenfranchised conservatives. Yep. And I think we have this new collective right now. But they can't the problem is they can't let go of a lot of their other feelings. Well that's and true. They, they revert back to even though they believe in it's true in one, every, two and three, they revert back to four, five and six because right. they can't get rid of that. Because right, because they can't deal with actually agreeing with somebody and having a following because somebody else might think something different than they believe. Right, right. And, and that's a tolerance issue, too. And, uh, you well, know, tolerance... the 80-20 rule we yeah, talk about. Yeah, tolerance is no good for politics. Oh, God Politics baby, runs tolerance. on divisiveness. Oh, yes. And, and another thing is uh, about that is, and this is why what you're doing is so important, um, the media hijacks thing. I mean, when Paul Ryan's considered a libertarian, you know, <laughs> um, 
they hijack words and they give them new meanings and they make them mean what they want them to mean. And when people, when the general populace, you know, outside of my little clique or whatever you want to call it, when the general populace thinks of a libertarian, they think of Glenn Beck. You know, it's not, um, they think of things that are so far from libertarianism that, that it's really ridiculous, but this is what the media portrays as a libertarian. And these people are calling them liber- themselves libertarian because it's kind of a cool thing to be at the present moment, which is cool What's as the long as they can stay true. And the fear is, if once they realize they can grab a hold of something and change it and use it, that's what they're going to do because people are herd animals for some that they follow, and they're going to follow, oh, I'm a libertarian, so I want to... Um, but, but I'm I'm for this war, and I'm for, um, you know, whatever the government has to do to keep us safe. I'm for all this. And everything that's so far from the true concept of liberty that it's ridiculous, but they're making it mainstream. They're taking the word, making it mainstream, and, and just bastardizing it into something that it, you're, is beyond you, recognition. You're absolutely right. And it's, you know, it goes beyond. Uh, by the way, you said taint, so I really wish I had a bell <laughs> because that's like the word that I live by. But, uh you know, um, but you're right. It, it goes beyond overgeneralizing. Um, let's make no mistake here. There are people in power and there are, there are mass media corporations who are implicit in a lot of things these days. There is no fourth estate, whatever the hell you want to call it. It doesn't exist anymore. It's all a company or a corporation. It's bullshit. And if you – I've been watching uh, recently some mainstream TV while I was on vacation, and I, I saw these messages in media that scared the shit out of me <laughs> because I'm watching, like, these big shows like NCIS LA and shit like that, and they, like, make a point to say that libertarians are anarchists and terrorists. Yep. Oh, you see and, it all the time in those shows. And they say it not just once. I'm telling you, I've seen a few shows where they're like, There's been Ron oh, Paul stickers in the bombers' books and stuff before. Yep, and they say like, oh, well, they don't believe everything the government says. They're conspiracy theorists. Mm-hmm. So now right. everybody's a conspiracy theorist, a libertarian. And a terrorist. The, this is all the same word to them now. Yep. They're trying to group everybody that doesn't buy their load of crap, basically, as uh, anti-American, really. And, you know... It's setting that the just, stage. That, that's right. Patriot Act me right now, yep, you know? They're writing the script. They're setting the stage. You know, it's funny you bring up Glenn Beck, Michael, because... A couple weeks ago, he did an interview with uh, John Stossel, where he talks about how he's such a libertarian now, and that's where he's going, that's where he supports, and uh, yada, 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 yada. So today, or or, no, I guess not today, I guess yesterday on his show, and I have the clip pulled here, I planned on playing it later on, um, he's coming out saying that he has information that uh, the government is covering up the Boston bombing, and if uh, he's giving them till Monday. Have you seen this clip or heard it yet? Yeah, I heard it when he said. I, I listened to it on the way to work this morning. Um, just the past few days, I've started to again. I don't even really know why. And I heard. You know what's funny about that though? To me, um, I'll let you make your point. What's funny about that to me is um, six months ago, or two years ago, or whenever the last time I listened to Glenn Beck was, he was given the government till Monday to do something. Oh, isn't that funny? So, <laughs> well, it's funny though what you're saying though because if you remember, uh, two and a half, three years ago. The Tea Party was growing. It was starting to get some legs. It was really associated with Ron Paul. And then all of a sudden, uh, he, him and uh, Sarah Palin and their whole group moved in and, and took over the Tea Party and pretty much destroyed it, made it look like a bunch of crazy yeah. fools. Well, Palin's more of an anti-book advocate than anything else, <laughs> really. So now that's what he's doing with the Libertarian Party is what I'm afraid of. He's, he's trying to yeah. center himself in the Libertarian Party in the middle of the conspiracy world. And he's going to 
to to to take us down the way he did with the Tea Party. You're exactly right. Um, no, you're exactly right. I remember um, the first Tea Party that um, was in my neighborhood in California when I still lived in California at the time. I went to, and it was uh, it was a libertarian rally. Uh, it was an anti-tax rally, but it was it was full-on libertarian. I went in two months later, and um, I almost got assaulted because I was against the drug war. <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, it, 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 and that was after Glenn Beck had taken hold of it and kind of made it his own. And yeah, it was just it was wild to change. It's just funny you said that because I remember it clear as I remember the conversation I'm sitting here having with this woman, and she's like, "Yeah, you know, I believe in the Constitution, and I, you know, this and that and the other. But the only thing I can't get behind is, uh, you know, you guys want everybody to get on drugs." And I'm like, what? <laughs> Um, anyway, so it's just how it, how it was infiltrated. It's, it's amazing, it's amazing how we want everybody on drugs just because we don't want people to go, go to jail for holding a plant or using that plant because it makes them feel better instead of a pharmaceutical, right. you know, or, or maybe they like to make their clothes or their, their furniture out of that plant or, uh, get paper from it. I mean, there's, there's so much that plant can do that they just don't want happening. And it, it, you think, if you can believe in the Constitution, how can you actually really believe you have the right to tell somebody they can or can't do something? Because you can't believe in the Constitution yeah. if you feel that way. And that's always been the biggest battle I have, I've had with these people. Is that it's, it's always been my biggest frustration. Michelle Bachman's the greatest. Um, <laughs> you know, she's, she's, she's the best because she's so so hard on our constitution this constitution that and she can't stand the constitution in its real meaning rick santorum's the same way you know yeah he is. um you know he, he'll get up that's there why you got that nickname oh, i hate that guy what's that that's why santorum is now a frothy mixture <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> too funny so what have you been doing recently you uh got any new articles out or anything no, I've kind of, you know, I try really hard to, um, I, I'm just going to take a break from it all. I'm just going to stay away. Um, I'm just going to stay away, clear my mind. I'm going to live my life and, and I'm going to get out of politics for a month or two and just, you know, and then, um, two days later, I'm right back into it because I can't, I can't get away from it or, you know, they're declaring martial law in Boston or something else is happening. But I haven't, I haven't been writing much in that direction. I'm writing something right now uh that's going to come out in a couple of days that kind of goes i was writing it before the boston thing and it was kind of leading up to um to martial law it, it's not a not an article it's not a re, it's just kind of a what if what if this happened what if this happened uh leading up to martial law in 2016 and um like a short so story per se taking a long time um and that'll be my next thing but i haven't published anything new uh, or anything important new and um yeah, at least probably three weeks. Okay. Because last time we were on together, you were talking about how you were going to step away for a little bit and take a breather. And then I get a message from you the other day, hey, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's like, it's so hard to get away from it, isn't it? Yeah, I'm never going to get away. It's like the worst case of heroin addiction you could ever have once you get into this. It is. It is. It's, um, I just can't, you know, it's really, I, I I don't know why I want to. When I sit back and think about it, and I'm like, why do I want to? Um, I, I really don't know, except for I spend so much energy and so much time on it. But the truth, it's so important. I, I wish that more people would spend energy and time on it, and then maybe I would feel okay spending a little less time on it. <laughs> um, 
But I do. I, I get so exhausted. And I say, you know what? I'm just going to step away from. I'm just going to let it go. I'm not going to. I'm not going to listen to any news. I'm not going to read anything. I'm just going to, you know, sit back and read Moby Dick and be cool. And then, um, no, that doesn't happen. It's too hard to. Now, do you have kids? I don't remember. Do you have any kids or anything? I don't. Okay. No, I don't have any kids. It's it's hard for me because I have children. So once those times I do try to step away from it, the first thing I think about is. I'm leaving this for my kids to deal with, you know, because I have three. Right. And it's like, I don't want them to have to deal with this crap. I've already ruined the last five, six years of my life dealing with it. Damn breeder. <laughs> ben doesn't have any kids either. <laughs> That's funny. If we don't breed, man, how are we going to keep it going? That's true. <laughs> Ben's like, this. he's ignoring me now. I'm not ignoring you. <laughs> <laughs> so what are your thoughts on the, on the, uh, the Boston deal? You know, I don't know. Um, my thoughts are this. I, To be honest, just to straight up throw it out there, I don't know about the actual crime. I, I don't want to say that that was a setup or anything like that because I don't know. I think that the extreme that they took it to was if it wasn't set up, if it wasn't set up to happen that way, they took extreme advantage of an opportunity that presented themselves to um, to to practice martial law, to see how people would react, to d- just get out and and show the public this this may be what you have to get used to. Um, so I, I don't know so much that um, if the government was involved in it, if the government set it up, I, I don't want to say that because I have no idea. I w- it wouldn't surprise me to find out. Um, but I don't. I just don't know. But the rest of it, I think that the 9,000 cops, the tanks in the street, the going door-to-door, I, I mean, I think that was just an exercise. Yeah, that was very deliberate. Yeah. There's no question right. that, that that like riot gear and body armor and armored vehicles and tanks down the streets of suburban neighborhoods. That's an image that they they went for. Yeah, it, they wanted to project that. Yeah, that's not part of a manhunt team. That's even like the shootout. I find it hard to believe these two guys. You know, they had bombs and stuff, but that shootout just seemed way extreme to me. You know, you hear the the rifle fire, and she heard it for the first time when we were driving up to the I.O. studios yesterday. And it, it's it was extreme. I mean, it sounded like a war zone. And two right. guys, really? Do we really need to sound like a war zone for two guys? Yeah. Just yeah, send the German exactly. Shepherd after him, really. <laughs> really, you know. <laughs> sniff, ahead, sniff his underwear. Now go get him. <laughs> Think about this. When has... Um, I mean, this isn't the first bombing that's taken place, you know. Um, when have we seen anything? When have we seen this kind of reaction here? I mean, when have we turned a major city into a war zone. Just when has this happened? Never. Not even after the Oklahoma City bombing? It wasn't Not even like 9-11. Right. It was contained to downtown Manhattan. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't. It's it, just that little area. Exactly. That That's what's so... St- and the timing of it with the, the gun control thing, with the guns, those the guns, just the timing of everything, how things keep happening, and it, it just, it's too, it's too much. I mean, it's... it's there's too many coincidences there. There's too much to add up. There's too many numbers to put in the calculator for it not to be something. That just, it's so wild. There's, there was no reason for it. I mean, there was no reason for that extreme. I'm yeah. not saying, 
that's the other thing. Somebody's like, oh, I suppose you're happy about this just because I don't think that they should have declared martial law on a city. Um, <laughs> and, and I keep saying, but, you know, I don't think they should have shut down a city and turned it into a war zone. Well, they pretty I much just, did declare martial law. I mean, there were troops walking on the streets. They shut down all all airline flights over. They closed all exits, all bridges. Space, yep. They they told all bar owners they were not allowed to open for the day. Yeah, everybody was told to stay. I mean, that was martial law. There were, again, troops on the streets. There were there were federal agents on the streets. There I mean, look, police. if you if you tell bar owners in Boston not to open, yeah, what that's fucking martial law. Oh, shit, right? They had <laughs> right. to get that stuff fixed before 2020. You know, I heard this, though. I, I did hear this, and I don't know if it's true or not, but I did hear that Dunkin' Donuts was open. <laughs> and just the drive through Just the drive through <laughs> Just the drive through <laughs> And Krispy Kreme was open also, so yeah. can't leave them out either. Now, it's... it's um, it's a strange turn of events that we're seeing, and I'm more inclined to think that this was a a real event than I am anything else. Um, I, I'm I'm pushing towards that, but I, could again, we all be on the same page here? I, I think we all think that this was actually an organic event of two idiots that was exploited by the people that had in had control of the city and the media never let a good crisis go to waste yeah well you Don't know rea- forget that statement. reactive legislation is the easiest legislation to pass yep, yep. problem action problem problem, problem reaction act. solution there you go <laughs> sorry <laughs> agelian dialectic i could say that better than i could say problem yeah. reaction solution say it again. The hell? <laughs> we're not even playing the drinking game tonight the heck well we are drinking well, we are drinking though that is true <laughs> Oh goodness, yeah. So that's one. Um, how about Sipa? We haven't talked about that yet. And I Sispa or Sispa? Yeah, I haven't really got to look at it yet, but I do understand it's gone through. Well, it, it hasn't. It passed one. It passed, I think, uh, one hurdle of the yeah. multiple. It, it's but well, it passed the House, but right. the, the Senate hasn't approved it. Or did it pass the Senate and the House? I, I, I can't. I know it's passed one chamber, but it hasn't post, passed both chambers. Right, and and the Obama administration is uh, saying that they're going to veto it. But I that's that a, a lot. Yeah, they a lot exactly. They say that. They've said that about pretty much everything that's been put through either floor. Yeah. They also said we right. won't be in Iraq or Afghanistan right anymore, and we're there spending just as much money and killing just as many and people. And health care costs are going to go and down. Health, yeah, health care. Don't worry, Brad. The check's in the mail. They just would never check go Check your mailbox, uh, Brad Friedman. The yeah. check's in the mail. Yeah, they're down. They're yeah, not they up. went down. Don't worry. You're saving money with Obamacare. <laughs> so, so, Michael, we, we were talking off air a little bit before, uh, but I was talking about kind of the media burying the lead on, on a lot of stuff that goes on. And, uh, you know, the whole Bitcoin crash was like the big craze last week, which means nothing. It's fake currency anyway. Right. And um, that same day, the White House released where every dollar of the federal budget went last year, and nobody said a damn thing about it. (laughs) We don't want to know where those dollars go. I mean, it's, you know, we're supposedly uh, all on this big fiscally conservative kick, and it's it's, we're not going to uh, bind our children in debt, yet nobody wants to know where the money's spent. And right. the, and then the report they sent basically proved both parties of the right left paradigm liars on everything they said no, for the last year. They would never so lie. They, stop so it, they stop buried it, it, Ben. They wouldn't lie. Go to whitehouse.gov. It's there. You can see it for yourself. <laughs> Healthcare costs went up. Defense spending went up. By the way, not down like they say. All of that shit. It's ridiculous. I don't believe you. Yeah, Go ahead. Well, look we it up. About this last time. Um, last time I was on, but it, of course. Spending went up. I don't know. Um, did the percentage go up? Did the the increased percentage go? Because that's what they're yes. talking. That's what they, you know, that's what they're always talking about when they talk about a cut. Is they're talking about um, 
they're going to cut instead of a twenty five percent increase, they're going to do a twenty two percent increase. Yes, it, so it's still it's. You know. No, no. I believe me. I get how budgets work. I swear. I, I'm not. I'm not just throwing this <laughs> no, out no. there. That the healthcare costs went up like twenty something plus percent um, of the budget, and the defense spending went up. I think eleven percent of the budget. It was something really big. And like then they that. wonder why we're broke. And you can look it up. And but that's the thing. They they make us argue over all of this other shit. That's right. like point zero 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 one percent of the budget. And slap slap right. in the face with this other thing in the corner. Yeah. No, don't pay attention here. Bitcoin's down. Yeah, <laughs> I don't trust that. Dave, Dave's into it. Uh, it's not something. What, what do you think of Bitcoin? That was you, Mike. What do you think? I have no idea. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I'm following. You know, right. I'm, I'm going to quote Cynthia, no. our, our friend Cynthia. Right. Um, she says it's voodoo money, it's and I agree. Money. <laughs> it's all voodoo money. Even the money it's, in your pockets, voodoo money. Dude, here's the thing: it's a finite currency, right? And it's bullshit. Somebody's going to get rich. It's a it's a pyramid scheme because at some point you got to cash out, and the the point is when it's over, it's not going to be worth anything. Right. So people are jockeying for position while it's still a. Who's going to get some good money out of it? Right. Yeah. So you don't really follow that at all. It's not something you're into or care about. It's not uh, really until the past week. I had basically no knowledge of it. Um, so no, it, it wasn't my thing. I saw some things on Lou Rockwell about it, um, and that I started reading, but it's. No, I, I do find, think it's funny, though, um, that you brought that up at the time you did, because I was just about to say, I also think it's funny how uh, how the gold market is all of a sudden crashing as well. Yeah. Um, at the exact same time um, as the Boston events and all, like, it, that's what I was saying earlier about all the circumstances. It, it all falls into place. You know, it's just, it's so wild to me. Well, it's like they follow the script even with after the Boston bombing, whether that was real or, or false flag or whatever. You still have the, the rising letters going out a couple days later, right. which what happened after September 11th. Yeah, but that was an Elvis impersonator. That's hilarious. Oh, the guy that was doing it? Well, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, it was. I saw that. That's right. That's kind of hilarious. How did he get ricin? I mean, really, an Elvis impersonator. How did he get this? That this, was hilarious. This, this, this military-grade ricin? No, the real question is, he can't be a good Elvis impersonator if he's sending ricin to the president. <laughs> you know, he'd be booked solid. He wouldn't have time for he that have shit. have the time to write the Because letter. they were already talking about the way he did it. He got the, the beans themselves and harvested them and, and reduced them and did all that shit to, like, pull the ricin out Damn. of the beans. So this guy made it himself. Yes. He made military-grade ricin himself. Yes. Unbelievable. Well, I don't know. It kind out of falls beans? right in the script. Out of beans? Yeah, out of beans? Yeah, no, no. I'm telling you, there's a whole thing on there. Honestly, you can get the, again, get the anarchist cookbook, well, and you can do it yourself. We should outlaw beans. Yeah. <laughs> outlaw You're beans. Right. And, uh, yeah. Let's never all. let this tragedy happen again. <laughs> right, beans can kill the president. <laughs> uh, Come on. Goodness gracious. Uh, what else we got tonight? What else, uh... Ben, what else you got there? Um, you seem to have a lot of stuff tonight. Well, no, I got a lot on my mind because a lot's going on right now. I know. And and I think that a lot of this, I, you know, I'm just going to bring it up again, even though we talked about it already. I still think that everybody out there should understand that, and I think I might have said this off air before, so it's that's possible. why I'm going to say it on air. Okay, that's why we don't um, talk off air. I know. That's why that's that rule. We should never speak. <laughs> Off air. Right. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> the point is, um, you know, kind of, Michael, like you were saying, is the law is set up for a specific reason. And the point is that the more heinous the accused crime, 
it, your rights are still the same. It's something you can depend on. It's a system that's going to bring justice. So, you know, if I steal a bicycle, I should have the same rights and assume the same, you know, innocent until proven guilty and everything else. And also, um, you know, right to a speedy trial. I have to sit there and watch the voir dire process, habeas corpus, all that shit fucking applies whether i steal a bike or whether i Love walk up and, the boston right Marathon. i walk up in broad daylight and shoot an innocent person in the face and news cameras it doesn't matter right. i still deserve the right. same thing and it's it's this irresponsible oh, behavior geez. by the i'm sorry i blame the fucking mass media first mm-hmm. because they were supposed to be the fourth estate they are not doing their job they are perverting everything that they should be doing and they get it wrong every time and they and they, make and they don't us- care uh, they don't care. But uh, are they doing That's it on purpose? That's so crazy to me. I, it's, you know, I remember when, um, I don't remember when, but I remember reading about in a time when a journalist was um, a maverick, a respected, you know, he'd go after the hard story, the one, the anti-establishment story, the one that um, that would hit home. You know, that's how that's how they became well-known. Right. It's just so strange. It's not strange, but it's, it's, so, it's sickening, I guess is the right word, how it's, it's just a propaganda machine. Nobody will touch anything that that doesn't fit right in that little no, box. You can thank right. no Operation jur- Mockingbird for that. There's no journalism anymore, is what it no, really comes they, down to. They've gotten taken over by the state. They're controlled by the state. Yep. Just it's, it's state media is all it is. You well, might as well be watching North Korean television. It's, it's entertainment. It's a 24-hour yeah, news too. cycle now. Yeah. If it bleeds, it leads. That's all they care about. Hey, that's another thing. You know, we, we talk about this Boston bombing, and we watch the news all day Monday and all day Tuesday and all day Wednesday and all we see is the continuous repeat of this explosion but then we have a mass explosion in Texas yeah which we see once or twice well and you know what they follow their little fucking I mean you go to CNN they have their little live blog which actually honestly I want to tell everyone anyone that's listening and, and Michael honestly go there and check out the blog the live blog from CNN on that explosion there's a lot of shit going on about that right now there's people being accused. Uh, I think Monsanto was actually involved at one point. Oh, I, I mean, it's really getting big. This company, this uh, company, the they filed a lawsuit against Monsanto. I don't know how long ago that was. Um, the fertilizer planted. Really? <laughs> yeah, um, and I don't know where I was reading it because I'm reading a thousand different things at a time. So I don't quote. I mean, you want to confirm that, you know? But that's. They were recently involved, from my understanding, they were recently involved in a uh, lawsuit with Monsanto, and yeah, and then we have this. Yeah, and and actually, the amazing thing is CNN actually reported that a couple of days ago. That's the amazing thing. But, you know, of course, to be expected, they didn't actually report it. They, it was on the link to their live blog on, like, well, the Well, so now, and I've seen, I've seen a little, and I, I haven't dug into it, but I've seen some reports that people are, are eyewitnesses are reporting seeing a, uh, an explosion that actually began the explosion. Yeah, the flash before yeah, the before big explosion. before the big explosion, right. So, again, here we go with another thing that, what is, what is, what did this bombing cover up that we haven't been paying attention well, to? Well, and the thing is, more people what were hurt they? and killed. I'm sorry, more people were hurt and, and killed, and killed right. in that explosion than in the Boston Marathon. True. I mean, Very that's true. just a fact. That's just a numbers game. Yeah, exactly. Go ahead, Michael. Well, I've been looking north of Boston like everybody else. So what are, are, are they blaming the explosion on me? What, are, what is it? What caused it? Uh, from what I can tell right now, there's really not a lot of detail. 
it just seems like okay. some gas explosion because of, it doesn't it doesn't really fit yet, and I don't know if I really believe what I'm hearing. To be honest, yeah, and I again I haven't really dug into it, so I'm gonna have to spend some time really digging into this one because if Monsanto's attached, and I could definitely see Monsanto wanting to harm a fertilizer company. And if they did have people, because they love to kill people. Yeah, they love killing people. That's a whole other story. They like to do it slow, though, not quick. You know, they like to poison you and make sure you die slow and you get sucked out of you through the medical system while you're dying, you know? They're like, I don't want you you dying with both testicles, boy. God forbid we grow tomato plants. (laughs) (laughs) You must have tumors everywhere. That's right. You need tumors and you better surrender a nut before you go. (laughs) Oh, I hate that stuff. Hate it, hate it. See, we're, we try real hard to, to eat healthy here. I mean, obviously, it's 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 very hard to do, I and mean, you can't do it a hundred percent. But we do everything right. we can to to try to stay healthy. And we By we, he means him and Lexi because I eat whatever the fuck I want. Yeah, he doesn't care. Well, I mean, we us and our kid. How's that better? <laughs> I got a mouse in my pocket. I'm like, don't you use this wee shit on me. I like I like burgers. They're delicious. I, love, I don't care where they come from. I love burgers, too, but like we get fresh ground beef from the butcher. We don't get this pink slime from Walmart. I ain't got time for that. I'm in a Publix. No, uh, I'm, help me out on this. Uh, how, how do you know where the butcher gets his meat? You can tell him the taste, first of all. You can tell when you get good butchered meat, and I wish Lexi had a mic on this one. Um, when you get good bit Lexi? butchered, yeah, Lexi, honey, Lexi, would you like to talk about quit good butchered the, meat in your mouth? Quit passing the pet in the pussy and come up here and talk <laughs> about good beet butchered meat. Here she comes because she's she does all the shopping and she really is the main researcher on the food product. So if you if you're asking questions about the food, that's the woman to talk to. So okay. he wanted to know how we know, where the butcher gets his meat and how we can tell or know that it's Talk good. to the woman. She does the shopping. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? That's, yeah, that was kind of rude. We do it old school in the that. house here. Um, you know what? Honestly, you know, I can only ask questions and hope that they're being honest. You know, I can't guarantee for a fact I don't follow them around and watch where their cows come from. Uh, but where I do purchase from, they do exclaim that they are grass-fed cows and... Um, they do get their beef brought in every day, fresh, and you can tell, you can look at it and see the difference. You can taste the difference in the food. I mean, once you get used to eating a certain way, once you <laughs> eat something that's not categorized as that, then you, you can tell a difference. What's the, what's the matter? I'm just going to interrupt for a second and say, Fluffy didn't die. He went to a farm in the country with grandma. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, it, it is hard, Mike. But you can definitely uh, you can definitely tell the difference in taste on stuff. Um, it just tastes so much different. Um, the, the flavor is is completely different. For me, well, that's a good enough answer. I mean, I think that um, it, it, when you can taste the difference, you can taste the difference. So, you know. It tastes like meat. It actually tastes like meat again. Um, it, even the pork, like because we get all our pork there, we get all our chicken there. The chicken breasts. Are humongous and they're all natural and they're 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 really good tasting. Excuse me, sorry, I had a little cough there. You know, and it's just it's you can feel the difference. And then all our produce, we go to a, a produce stand, or Lexi knows her. You know, you know, you can look at the U.S. Uh, PLU numbers, the PLU numbers, and figure out whether it's GMO or or um, fertilizer or uh, what is it, GMO. Conventionally grown. Conventionally organic. pesticide or organic. Don't be talking shit about my GMO tomatoes. <laughs> 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 
There's Buzzard. How you doing, Michael? This is one of our uh, our good listeners, Buzzard Bob, on the phone with us. How you doing, man? Hey, what's up? Doing good. I just wanted to chime in real quick about this fertilizer plant I just found out about tonight. Go on. Okay, now they did sue Monsanto here a while back, the way I understand. Whether they won or lost, I don't know on that part. But did you know that Monsanto bought Blackwater Security, which they go under yes. a different name now? No, I did not know that. You knew that, Michael? Yeah, yeah, I read that a couple of days ago, too. Imagine that. What What is what is uh, a fertilizer or a, a seed-generating company need a security firm for? Exactly. That's kind of fishy. Exactly. What are you up to, Buzzard? Where are you trucking at? I'm in Kentucky right now. No, so. oh, you're right in uh, Michael's back door there. I'm coming down to Florida again. You're coming to Florida? Where are you going? Going to Tampa and Orlando. Tampa? Yeah, Buzzard's going to be in Tampa, Ben. When you coming to Tampa, right. brother? I come down through there every week. Really? Yeah, but I don't get I don't get to hang out any time. <laughs> Jeez, we got to go to the penthouse club. Uh, unload, reload, and right back at it again. You'll be unloading if you go to the penthouse club. No, he'll be unloading if he goes to uh, the other place oh, after the, the penthouse <laughs> club. If you go to the pink pony, you'll be unloading. You well, I've been to the penthouse club. God damn, son. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, we all, all listen to the same. We all came together through uh, Bubba the Love Sponge. I don't know if you know him or not. Uh, he's a morning talk show guy, and that's all, how we all got together and how we all met each other. So we're a little strange group of friends, and we have a lot of fun, though, when we're We're together. not strange because we like strip clubs, Sean. No, we're strange. <laughs> we're, we're a strange group of friends. We really are. <laughs> Wait a minute, wait a minute. Speak for yourself. <laughs> you don't like strip clubs? I think, I, I, I think I'm the only no, normal one. Well, yo, of course I like strip clubs. Hey, I'm the fucking buzzard. What's wrong with you, son? <laughs> Buzzy, you got any questions for Michael? <laughs> That's a drop right no. there, by the way. <laughs> I just wanted to chime in on that deal. All right, brother. I appreciate it. And we will look in the security firm. I don't think Ben heard that one. He was no, up I heard Blackwater, heard of course. Yeah, I, they go under a different name now. Right. I, I heard the name, but I can't remember it. Oh, you know, I'm getting up there in eight. It's so. their third or fourth name now. I forget what it is, yeah. Well, I appreciate it, Buzz. You keep trucking. Hey, talk to you later. All right, brother. Later. Good guy right there, Mike. Uh, if you ever run across the Buzzard Bob. <laughs> he makes great moonshine. Oh, he makes really good moonshine. That guy makes the name Buzzer that makes great moonshine. You can't beat that. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, where can we uh, find your stuff again? Right now, um, the seditionpapers.blogspot.com. The seditionpapers.blogspot.com? Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Correct. They're called Academy now. Academy? Yeah. That's like Blackwater. academic without a C. They're called Academy. Nice. And they're, 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 by, they're bought up by a... Deadly Seed Company. It's the same. Well, it's the same CEO though. They still have the same guy running the show. They just. And which government agency did he come from? <laughs> I hey guys, I don't want to cut in here. My phone's you. about to die. Uh, if it does, I didn't hang up on you. It just died. All right, man. Well, we're, we're going to wrap it up anyway. So why don't we do that now so we don't lose you on a yeah, die off? Thanks for your contribution, Michael. Uh, glad to be on. Have fun. Yeah, we appreciate having you anytime, brother. You give me a call and say you want to come talk for a little bit. We'll do it, man. Thanks a lot. We'll talk to you soon. Yeah, he's a nice guy. I like yeah, him. Yeah, I like him. Yeah, he, he's got a lot to say. He's got some good content. And uh, well, eventually, I'm trying to get him to do a show. He's just, I think all this is scaring him off. Well, you know what, though? I mean, it's important. And, and you know, I, 
we've talked about this, and, and there's a lot of people out there that just sleepwalk. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's always refreshing to talk to somebody with a brain. You know, and it's well, it, it's not necessarily with a brain. I mean, you know, I get that, and that's fun. But to be honest and fair, like a lot of us have been indoctrinated since day one. Um, we have our little security blanket, which is the status quo. Right. 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 I mean, we don't let's give face it, it. And uh, it's hard to ask questions about things that you've assumed are true. I hold and, that security blanket very yeah, hard. And, you know, all of us do. It's called cognitive dissonance, right? Yeah, I know. I know. And we all have it. No matter how awake you think you are, there's still, oh, I still have my, you know, Dave and I argue all the time that. Uh, well, Dave I, argues about <laughs> anything, you know, yeah. anything and everything. That's not syrup. And you're like, it says syrup right there. What do you mean? It's not really syrup. No, no. Maple syrup. It really is. It's high fructose corn syrup. Right. (laughs) It's just the way it goes sometimes. And and two hours later. (laughs) You're still arguing with him about the syrup. Yeah. Although, you know, I'll tell you what. Him and Ledge are the best. You want Dave not to argue? Just put him at the window in your your mom's condo. You know what? Dave is invited to that window anytime he wants. All that (laughs) motherfucker has to do is call me back. It's hard to get him. There's Obama phone, man. It's not very reliable. I know, right? What the hell? Shit, Uh, Dave. That damn Obama phone. Obama phone. It gets you all the time. Well, I want to thank Michael Shaner. It's always nice to have him on. I, I like him because he's got that southern southern attitude to him a little bit. You know, it's not just all uh, hardcore well, politic. Usually anyone south of the Mason-Dixon is a little bit more apt to ask questions. And you know what? I'm not... That's not everybody. I mean, look at Lee Camp, okay? Lee Camp. I love Lee Camp, man. The guy's brilliant. He's hilarious. And nobody questions the shit more than that guy. So, you know, there are people up north, too. That question stuff, yeah. But a lot of the time, below the Mason-Dixon line, the official answer is fuck you. And I like that. (laughs) I know, right? Sometimes it's good to have it that way. Well, we'll play some Lee Camp when we come back from the break. We'll keep the phone lines open, 941-421-0401. If you want to join us, you are listening to The First 52 on RazRadioLive.com. Do a break to 
shot for the greed. The foreclose on your home. You're living in the street. You starve, they feast. The dollar gets weaker. Listen to the words coming out of your speakers. They don't care about oil. They don't care about money. It's all about power and control of your family. It's time to wake up and rally while we still have a chance. A single tear down my cheek as we dance the last dance. Last dance, last dance, last dance, last dance. This is Bob Tuscan from the Intelhub.com. You're listening to the first 52 on RAS Radio.
you going to play uh, Lee Camp? You say you're going to play Lee Camp out of the break. Yeah, we're going to bring uh, bring some Lee Camp up next. Welcome back to the first 52 on Raz Radio Live. I love this song. You ever hear this song? Who is this? Uh, President of the United States. Oh, yeah, yeah. I like those sun. guys. From Cleveland, those guys. Is that where they're from? Yeah. I never knew where they were from. Little dude. They did, they did the theme to the Drew Carey's show the last couple of years, remember? Oh, did, oh, yeah, they did. You're right. All the little chicks with the crimson. Yeah. I didn't know that was them. Yeah. yeah. I did not know that was them. Imagine that. I just, it's a little groovy little song. All their songs are like that. I love yeah, those they guys. Are. I love their cover of uh, Video Killed the Radio Star, too. I have that on here, actually. Yeah, that's a good one. Suicide cylinders, being smooth as you please. This is Raz Karaoke. We're going to have some fun with some music tonight. Hey, hey, American Idol is nothing but karaoke. Might as well be you. Yeah, might as well. Why not? (laughs) Might as well have some fun while we uh, talk some serious stuff all the time. Seriously. We have been trying to have a little more fun here at Raz Radio on the first 52. Every once in a while, you got to kind of loosen up. and It is 420, goddammit. Damn right. We didn't even do anything yet. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, uh, you must put your bombs in the upright position. <laughs> Notice the fastened seatbelt sign has not come off yet, so please, please, please disable all electronic devices. <laughs> extinguish all smoking devices. <laughs> this is an international flight. We may still vape, though, if you'd like. But understand that disabling the smoke detectors in the restrooms are against federal law. I, I see Kingman Radio Studio, Radio Ranch there is uh, partaking in 420 maybe, allegedly. Alright, that's enough of Little Blue Doom Buggy. Sorry, I was, I like that song and it just kind of, it's hard to turn it off. Uh, it just, it kind of keeps me going. And it's just a happy little song. So we'll turn them off. Well, I just kind of ejected them instead of turning them down. That was kind of rude. Well, Sorry, you know, guys. Fuck them. <laughs> yeah, out. We're done with you. So, put out a record every 10 years, and then maybe we'll talk. Oh, shit, when was the last time? That was from, that that album there is from early 90s. Yeah. Had to be early 90s. Them and the Violent Femmes, they're, they're another one. I, I fucking know, hate, hate those guys. Femmes, I know. Oh, they're so vaginal. Oh, but they're so, you, you better hear me. <laughs> ben, to be honest, though, and Lex, you'll tell you this one. I can do, um, which one is it? Um, not Blistering the Sun, the other one. The one, why can't I get just one yeah. screw? Yeah, yeah. I, I do that by care. just I as gay. Day after day <laughs> after day. Oh, no. Why'd you <sighs> I didn't do this. I get angry. I get angry every time I hear that fucking band. And I will play. Ugh. We got. Uh, I have to listen to some Lamb of God just to get my testicles back. Kevin, are you- <laughs> they've retracted. It's <laughs> a Lamb of God. <laughs> oh wait, I had the. That's why. You know what, Kevin? I forgot which one you were on. Are you there now, Kevin? No, you're not there. I cannot hear you, sir. What the hell? Gotta love when things like that go on. Well, I got you. T- That's you- a cake song. You're, you're, you're never there. <laughs> you're never there. <laughs> got you potted up here, so uh, I don't know why I can't hear you. Hurt you? Hurt you? Kevin. I see you talking. 
Because, Kevin, it's your birthday today. But not really. My name is Zoom. Let's reconnect, Kevin. Maybe there's an issue. (laughs) (laughs) We'll try reconnecting with Mr. (laughs) Kevin and Eric. I'm ringing. See if he comes in this time. Nope. I don't hear you, Kev. I don't know why, but I don't hear you. Nope. That's nothing but white noise. Well, I was just taking him out of program to see if he was there or not. They couldn't hear that. Only we could hear that. Oh. That's what I was explaining to you. It, it's kind of weird. You, 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 you'll get it one day. Don't worry. When you have to work all this shit, it's not easy. I may never get it. It's Joe. very confusing. Why'd you say it like ben that? might get it. I'm, ben might be sitting behind one of these one day and doing something. I may be. It was. Doing you that, must actually. have touched the wire again. Work the jerk. God, thank God. Oh, hey, Four Toad, you better be calling me soon, fool. I'm waiting for your phone call. Kevin's over there singing, but we can't hear him. He's in, he's probably in a Scott coma on, the, <laughs> like, the Bowery, laying now, next to a It bum. is 420, don't forget. He, he probably hit the wrong button and just can't figure out which button's the right one. <laughs> he's like, ah, oh, God damn it. It wasn't me. So... Third hour, while he's while while we're fiddling and trying to figure out what's going on with Mister Arizona, <laughs> get your shit together, brah. What's going on? <laughs> oh wait, wait! I gotta look over here. See, I gotta answer over here now because we got a call coming in on the left line. Is that Kevin? No. Who is this? Five six three. Yeah, one more time, real quick. Buzzy! <laughs> What's up, I Buzzy? I would rather be waterboarding than hearing you fuckers sing karaoke. <laughs> oh, come on now, Buzzard. No, no, that's just good taste. I'm with you, brother. We're going to do it. You know what we're going to do for you guys one night? We're going to do an all karaoke show one night. How's that sound? Oh, my God. You know you'll listen, though. Hey, hey, if you do, uh, make sure uh, I stop by your place real quick so I can, uh, well, you know, hook, hook your brother up. <laughs> I won't know what the hell's going on. Oh, you want some tomatoes? Is that what you're asking? Yeah, for? I can't tell if you want produce or you want yeah, a motorboat yeah, as well. Uh, organic tomatoes, like, uh, <laughs> You want to smoke some of those organic tomatoes? <laughs> we got another caller. This one's unknown. Added to the line. Yellow. Yo. How you doing? Who we got here? Unknown caller. Hello? You talking to me? No, I'm talking to whoever's not answering me, so we'll just go back to you. How you doing, Buzzard? Yeah, fuck him. We're going to talk to Buzzard. Might not be his fault. It might not be. I'm wondering if Kevin might be having a tech... Kevin, do you have a cable unplugged or something? Because I'm sending you a... uh... A hangout invite, just so you know. Uh, he might be celebrating 420 like all you other fuckers. He's celebrating it too hard, maybe. That's possible. Kevin, I'm going to be looking at you for my tech advice. Can you please get your <laughs> shit together? <laughs> That's not the tech person to look to. So, Buzzard, we know you're trucking through Kentucky, heading towards uh, southwest Florida here. <clears throat> what are you hauling? Uh, right now, i got office furniture. That's what I bring down every week. Officers? Office furniture. Oh, office furniture. Rocket fuel. <laughs> Rocket fuel. <laughs> I thought you were bringing more cops to the state of Florida. We don't need any more of them. I got. Oh, I got a little bit of everything: some desks, some chairs, panels, lighting fixtures, plug-in fixtures, everything to build an office. It sounds like a, good, a bunch of good stuff, I guess. 
I could use that for a studio, you know, if you want to come drop something off here. Yeah, you, you could make a rumpus studio out of this shit. <laughs> well, 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 uh, well, allegedly, uh, what's the pay? <laughs> what's the pay? Uh, I don't know, maybe 10, 15 bucks I got sitting around. <laughs> <laughs> you get an armrest for that. I want to open up my door for 10 or 15 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. So what do you think about the uh, Boston thing, Buzz? Uh, like I kind of said last week, there was a couple of wackles. I thought, I thought it was only one, but it ended up being two wackles. They were Americans. That, that, well, just became Americans. What was that? 9-11? That one did? Uh, September 11th, yeah, the one became a citizen. Chetneys or whatever, but they weren't Muslims. Well, Chetney... Actually, these guys were Muslims. Yeah, that, the that whole region's guys. known for being a Muslim region. And I don't think the government had anything to do with it. Yeah, me either. Mm-hmm. I will agree with you on that. <laughs> <laughs> My vapor got me there. I don't deal. I think... Was it for that fertilizer plant? Right. Now that I found that out tonight, who, who bought Blackwater, I think Monsanto possibly had something to do with that. And why would they want to blow up a fertilizer plant, you think? Well, they... Well, uh, they sued them. The fertilizer plant sued Montana. Well, whether they won or not, I don't right. know. But well, ac- actually, fr- from what I understand, they they sued them and they lost. But it was it was like a weird loss where it wasn't a loss or a win. It was kind of like both parties just go your own way. And then this co- this company continued to use their non Monsanto uh, seeds and fertilizer and and independent. Oh, from Monsanto, right. And they were expanding into West Texas, so, I mean, who knows where that goes. Kind of well, questionable. No. Something we got to look into, think, Buzzy. I, I don't think the government had anything to do with that either. Oh, no, that's no, Monsanto. No, different deal. Well, the point I'm trying to get at, everything is not uh, a false flag. Correct. There are false flags, I agree, a lot of them. Everything's not a false flag. Well, did you expect me to come out and say what I said, Buzz? Did you expect me to, to, to be so careful with this one? Did, or did you expect me to yell false flag from the top of the uh, flag? I thought, I thought you were going to be being you swallowed a red pill every single other night when you're snorting the chemtrails. Well, keep in mind, though, Buzz, um, this, this may not have been a direct false flag, but, but you know the government's going to use it for, for the purpose that they need. You know. oh, oh, yeah, yeah, on the back side. They might come around and try to regulate more laws, all that. Yeah, I agree with that. Now, let me see if we got uh, we got we can review here with us. Can we hear you now, Kevin? Buzzy is eating his own GMO tomatoes. It's his fault. Taint, taint, monkey snout, motherfucking shit. Goddamn. <laughs> no, I, I will not eat them GMO tomatoes. Dude, lower, lower to Kevin's <laughs> levels. He sounds like God fucking giving us the Ten Commandments right now. Sorry, I can I can bring it back in my side. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, because you have to. Actually, Kevin, I sent you a hangout invite if you want to go in there. Oh, yeah, now you send one. Well, I was busy. <laughs> Stone, motherfucker. <laughs> it's 420. What do you expect? No, I'm just saying, you know, theater of mind type thing. I don't do that well, kind you of did stuff. Bring up, you did bring up God, and I've got to say, you motherfuckers need to <laughs> I've been told that before, Buzzer. Yeah, all of my family members pray for me all the time, and I laugh when they tell me. It doesn't work very well, does it? No. Never. Buzzer's <laughs> mad because there was people coming on each other earlier today. No, no. I, I get... Uh, never mind. <laughs> I, I get where he's coming from. I know what he means. 
Buzzard. I, I'm not got your own belief. I don't try to force my beliefs on nobody. We love you, Buzzard. You know that. It's all good. No homo. Yeah. Well, some of you fuckers might be homo. I don't know yet. <laughs> <laughs> the the, 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 the uh, jury's still out. So. <laughs> the jury's still out on that one. All right. I'm dumping this. Going to hang out. All right. We'll see you at the hangout. So, uh, what else we got, Buzz? What else? You got the uh, Monsanto thing you brought to us. That was pretty good. I appreciate that one. I will look into it. That's a developing story. Yeah, that's definitely a developing story. Uh, what else you seeing out there on the road or, or thinking about? What I see on the road? Traffic. <laughs> yeah, was, I didn't mean it that technical, Buzz. People running <laughs> over people every single day. Same old, same old. Same old, same old. Ben, do you have anything for Buzzard? No, nah, man. Just stay safe, brother. They don't hit anybody. No, no. At my age, safe is no fun. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm just saying, you're going to want to throw a hip out in a much better way than driving down the road and getting into an accident. So yeah. just be safe. That's all. Well, I, well, allegedly, I tried throwing a hip out last night. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't work too well? Yeah, there are a couple of good truck stops, uh, I know. Oh, believe me. No, I didn't call him out, but it worked real well. Even at my age. What was his name? <laughs> <laughs> and in comes Kevin. <laughs> All right, Buzzy. Uh, let's uh, cut you free. Give Kevin some time here. Hey, uh, one more thing. What's that, brother? You know what? What's that? I got to go now. All right, peace out, Buzzy. <laughs> uh, always going for the walkout, that uh, guy. Always has to. Always has to. <laughs> you there, Kev? Uh, vaguely, I was super prepared at the first hour, and I was like, "Okay, I'm pushed back. That's that's absolutely cool." But you know, in, in the interim, I've been um, partaking in some uh, uh, beverages of choice and um, other uh, pharmaceuticals. Well, I, I've moved uh, into the next 24 hours. Last night it was Amstel Light, and now tonight it's Heineken. It's Heineken so. the night for you, yeah. You know, Ben, you are an awesome drunk dollar person. I'll tell you what, because I was drunk and you weren't. <laughs> well, I was by the time I was done. If that makes you feel no, last better. night you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, because I called them up and I just down. All I did while I was talking to them was down, down beers, beers as fast as I possibly could. <laughs> yeah, we, I was way ahead of Ben. Yeah, way ahead. <laughs> way way ahead. Uh, well, last night I could barely find my feet as I was walking <laughs> around. It was it was. Uh, we, we were off air, and Ledge and I were having a conversation, and Ledge like, said all this stuff, and he looked at me and said, you were way too high. You don't know what I just said to you. And I said, what? <laughs> and it went down just like that. It reminds me of a certain trip I took about, ooh, two months ago. <laughs> uh, Maybe to Vegas? Could have been Vegas, possibly. Uh, allegedly. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe, you know, Maybe with uh, someone that we know by the name of Amber? It could, and uh, there was a third party there, the third wheel to keep us in line. <laughs> Always gonna There's no keeping wheel. you guys in line. Don't lie. No. You know, I was reading that that text. If you get on the plane when I'm done with you, I have not done my job correctly. I'm like, oh, this is going to hurt. <laughs> Did you get on the plane? No, I'm talking about my, uh, if I can swing my next trip to Florida. Oh, oh, oh. What is this if shit? I thought you were coming in October, October bro. October, he's better be coming. I'm, it's, you know, I have a co-worker who is a, uh, military uh, person and his schedule may conflict and I may have to train somebody else so either I corral his ass out of there as fast as I can and train somebody that I can train yeah that's what I'm saying I'll, I'll send you a shovel <laughs> please <laughs> dig him out what, what does this uh, bald headed uh, uh, Avenger look like <laughs> which bald headed Avenger are you talking about this one Ferris 
Yeah, I, I can only see a beer and a belly. <laughs> come here, Ferris. You got to come over here to the camera. It's facing right here, so all you got to do is stand like right here. <laughs> He'll be able to see you then. All right, right here, approximately. Now I see a bad T-shirt, pair of shorts, a beer. Okay, there you go. Bad here he's coming. My ass. This There's is the uh, this oh my is the God, Williamsburg he Film keeper. Festival T-shirt from Brooklyn, baby. Trash bar. <laughs> the trash bar. <laughs> At least if I go out in the town, I know I'll get better shots than he will. So I'm, I'm <laughs> That's your first mistake. I'm deceptively charming. <laughs> this is true. As long as he's not calling girls the C word or um, um, what else do you call them? You know what, Sean? I like to think of it as keeping my bitches in line. <laughs> so how are your prospects looking tonight? <laughs> yeah. See, as long as they don't ask me about my prospects, they're good. They're all right. about it. So how are your prospects tonight? I got no prospects tonight. I'm hanging out with you guys. Well, we could actually, you know, we do have some some single girls around here. We know maybe we could dig something up for you. And, I mean, and why, literally. And why were they not here when I got here? Because they're very annoying, and you wouldn't want to be around them that long. They're all fifty-five plus. Something. Right in Ben's wheelhouse. We've got beer and Jameson, Sean. Do you think I give a shit? <laughs> Ben, well, are you by chance Irish? Yes, I am. Uh, I'm, I'm, cheers to you, my brother. Yes, I'm, I'm <laughs> just about full blood. There's like a little quarterish or eighthish that's under question in my family. An but, eighthish or but, quarterish? Yeah, somewhere are you between weed there. Now? Yeah, well, I guess. But <laughs> I mean, most of my relatives are off the boat from Ireland, actually. And I actually grew up in the household with my two grandparents on my father's side. Uh, with strong Irish brogues in Queens, New York, and Woodside, which was a big Irish neighborhood. I wonder if you, you know, know my grandpa. Go ahead, Kev. Uh, so my grandpa and grandma on my dad's side are one's Irish and one's English. Tell me there was no fights in that house. Oh, my God. That's that's a fight right there, just on anything. Well, I mean, That's like me. I'm Irish, Italian, yeah. and Mexican. I mean, all, my family is from uh, Drumshambo uh, on my grandmother's side, which is a little, little town at the bottom of a mountain in Leitrim, County Leitrim. And now the late... And now the lady. What's that? What the hell was that? Oh, you know what? Um, <laughs> what are well, you doing, John? <laughs> let's welcome Blind. No, I got Blind Lawrence on the backfield here. Blind Lawrence, you there, buddy? Yes, I am. There you are. Was that you uh, while you were rapping or whatever over there? Uh, yeah, you know, I was. Because. Uh, 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 were you getting uh, jiggy with it? <laughs> <laughs> well, I've noticed something. What's that? Uh, uh, well, I have an observation to make. Um, you know who Ferris kind of sounds a little bit like to me anyway? Who's that? That's Jim Ferris Bueller? Jim Norton. Ever hear of Jim Norton? Oh, I know Jim Norton. Will. I love that guy. Yeah. Jim Norton. He's a little bit dirtier than me, Who's but Jim not Norton? much. I don't know. Oh, Jim Norton's a New York comic. He's great. Oh, okay. Here's what he he's sounds like. dirtier than you, know. Ben. <laughs> a little bit. Not the latest scourge on television, <laughs> reality TV, and none of it is realistic. Oz and the Sopranos are the only realistic shows, and they're scripted. Reality TV is the networks admitting to us, look, we have nothing funny left to say. Let's just film real people doing shit. <laughs> I, 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 can I can't really, bit. yeah, I can't really argue with that one, buddy. Yeah, I hear it a little <laughs> bit. He, we're both from New York, though. I mean, you know. You see, you don't look like a New York guy. I see you more as a Boston guy. Like, when I look at you, if I didn't hear you talk or anything, I just saw you, I would think Boston. You shut your <laughs> mouth when you're speaking to me. <laughs> There's no, there's no Red Sox hat though. Oh. Well, that is true. Yeah, <laughs> there will never be a Red Sox hat. Yeah, Red Sox. Uh, I, I love Colin G. Brady, but fuck yeah. the Sox. <laughs> you know, speaking of drunk dialing, there was nobody better to talk to on the phone than Colin G. Brady when he was drunk or I was drunk. 
Ah, uh, dude, Kyle, you know what? I, I almost told this story last night, but then we just got too drunk and I just gave up. <laughs> oh, what is that? But, uh, uh, wing House? No, no, I'm just saying Colin G. Oh, Brady, night, uh, so. yeah, with Kevin last night. Um, Colin G. Brady, um, you know, we were friendly. You know, I mean, I, it's not like I've known him for years. I just knew him through I.O. We were friendly. We had a good time. We always talked when I came in, had a couple of beers together or whatever. Right. Just a good guy. That's how I know him pretty much, too. And, yeah. um, you know, I walked in, and, and uh, he had this old throwback jersey, this Phil Simms jersey that one of the fans was busting his balls over and sent to him to tell him to wear it when the Giants won the Super Bowl and they beat the Patriots. Right. You know, like trying to be a dick to him, I guess. But... Colin never took it to heart. He never did. He was just one of those guys that rolled with the punches, and he was like, whatever. I'm having the time of my life. That's how he lived every day, that guy. And uh, even when he was working. And I'm telling you, we were in the studio, and he was getting up at like 11 o'clock at night to go work at the airport. You know, I mean, this guy was busting his balls. But I came in one night, and he comes over to me, and all he said was, hey, Giants fan. And he threw... The Phil Simms throwback jersey to me from the 80s. And he said, there you go, for nothing. I didn't say anything. I didn't ask for it. I knew nothing. All I did was walk in the door. And that's the kind of guy that guy was. He would give you literally the shirt shirt off off his back. back. He was a really nice guy. He really was. Every time I spent time with him, which, again, was the same thing, just at the I.O. studio. We had a great time. We had a couple of great D.C. shows with him on, actually, with him and Brad. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. I don't know why all of a sudden, like yesterday, this started. This remnants of Colin, I don't know why. No, you know why? Because the the best ofs are going. That's why. Because they have the little best ofs going on. They've going, though. But you know what? I think you didn't listen to him as much at that time slot. Because that was kind of like, all right, I've been listening to the radio for four hours, five hours already. During the replay, you kind of charge your phone or step away for a little bit and then get there for Shannon. Right. And now that it's so compressed, I think you you hear him more and he's more in our heads. You know, one of the things I like about doing on RazRadioLive.com is the same reason that Radio I.O. gets me through my day. The reason I'm so dedicated to it, besides someday we might get a check out of it. But no, that being said, (laughs) is that I.O. gets me through my day, right? And I like to help get everybody else through their day. The truckers, the guys that are working overnight, the guys that are driving, whatever, the the ladies, scouting big if they listen. That's why I'm here. Right. And and you know what? That's why we've we've uh, adjusted for those maybe new listeners that are listening in you know we've adjusted our schedule now uh, radio io has changed their schedule and we've adjusted and we've picked up the missing night time that they're not broadcasting um and we we do do that you know it's not for money really it's, he said do do i did say do do <laughs> it's not for money it's for for therapeutical for us i mean everybody yep. who does a show on this station um, with more to come, I mean, Lexi and I have gone crazy this week trying to figure scheduling out and people who are... Well, thank God you didn't have far to go. I <laughs> know, we were already on the brink, <laughs> aren't we? <laughs> Lawrence is giggling in the background. Over there. <laughs> you know, trying to get the schedule together and try to mingle it with IO's I schedule hope. and make sure that we're all um, uh, not hurting. You know, I don't want to step on them. You know, they're the they're the big dogs right now and... Well, and it's not just that. Honestly, you look back and, and think about it. And the help they're, they're not, given. They're not just that. They're our friends. Right. That too, yeah. You know, absolutely. I mean, it's not like there's some radio station that somebody knows or whatever. No, these are our friends. Right. These guys that are on this show, all of these guys are our friends. They're not just some nameless guys on some show. That we don't know. Or, and, yeah. and that's it. And you know what, uh, Lawrence, uh, you know, you've been around forever and you've been part of the whole Bubba Army. I mean, don't you feel that there's this camaraderie that we all have between Raz Radio and IO? I mean, we're all connected. 
it's a unity thing, man. It is a unity thing. And if you ask me, I still think that Sean Raspatello and also I got to throw Joe, Joe Fermin in there. I kind of think that both those guys kind of sound a little bit like the comedian Jim Florentine a little bit. <laughs> Just because they have that bass, right? Jim, ready to get married? Yep. This is Jim. Why? <laughs> <laughs> They're both from Jersey, too. That's why. I'm not getting married just because of stupid music they play at the weddings. It's the same 15 songs over and over again. If I hear that song Celebration one more time, I'm going to put a pipe bomb in a wedding cake. <laughs> now gonna, it sounds like rats. I'm going to put a pipe bomb in a wedding cake, man. I ain't going to play this shit no more. I'm going to fucking blow that all up. I never realized how much you do sound like Jim Florentine. He does, right? A lot of people say that, and I never even knew who he was until Rebel Inc., honestly, is what, what taught me who Jim Florentine was. Yeah. So, let me I, throw this out there real quick. I could do a good impersonation of Jim Florentine. <clears throat> so can Raz. <laughs> <laughs> do it. Do it. Well, of course. <clears throat> Hang on, Steve. What's out for Raz do? Because all Raz has to do is just talk. Chemtrails, chemtrails, chemtrails. That's my whole thing. <laughs> Hey, you know, you got to love your chemtrails, man. <laughs> Those fucking chemtrails are all over the place. They're, They're going to be all the over the sky chemtrails and know I'm not high. I used to do the voice of a retarded puppet on Comedy Central. I know what I'm doing here. Remember the <laughs> retarded puppet from Crank Yankers? Yay, I love yeah. peanut butter. Yay, Yay, I can make two friends. <laughs> Yay, I can make two friends. <laughs> I can make two friends for you here. Yay! <laughs> Hey, lady, do you show air, bud? Yay! <laughs> what if I get a thousand tickets? That's five thousand. Yay! I can bring two friends. So, uh, Lawrence, Lawrence, I got to say, your show's uh, taken off really well. I'm, I'm, I'm impressed with you. What you guys are putting out, and uh, you know, thanks. I want you to keep it up. Oh, thanks, yeah. man. Thanks. It's a blast, and uh, and uh, it was a lot of fun last night because it was a lot of fun last night because last night. Because last night we were actually able to take calls, which is really cool. We talked to Waterhead a little bit. He was on his way to a wrestling match. Uh, then my dad called in and tried to order a pizza, and we quickly sniffed him out. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you didn't send him a pizza? No. I mean, he does, you know, you know, my dad is my dad. I mean, you know, that's just who he is. And uh, let's see, uh, Shifty called in and uh, Kevin called in. Thanks for uh, calling, Kevin, and uh, checking us out a little bit. That was cool if you had just like call and say, hey, man, listen to your show. Love the show, man. Well, it's like I said earlier, Lawrence, is that radio, I mean, I'm 9, 10, 12 hours a day at the sign shop for Budweiser making stuff. <laughs> and if I didn't have sound in my ears, I'd go batshit fucking crazy. And you guys come on at, uh, I think, 3, my time, 6, your time. No, it's like a seven o'clock. Uh, it's 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 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific for you guys, I think, yeah. Okay, maybe it's, well, you know maybe what, Kevin? Kevin, you do really important work, and I just want to—I actually want to single this out. Uh, Kevin is the man that has made the pasties for all of the Bubba <laughs> Army boobies in the world. So all of those boobies that you see on the DC page, on Shannon's page, well, on that I can see them. Yeah, that is all about Kevin because he facilitates that. He's a facilitator. He brings people together. And it's not for or profit. Or keeps boobies together. Do donate, and there's, you know what, there's one listener out there that I have not got stuff to, and I can't find their fucking information that's driving me batshit crazy. Who is it? I don't know. You know oh. how many orders I get? And nope. I, I just tell them, they say, if you want them, I said, I'll mail them out to you. If you want to donate, donate. I'm not charging, except for those those vinyl ones I did at first, the Burt Brigade ones. Right. 
Those are the only ones I charge for because those are a motherfucker to do. Well, we got to get that website together because we are going to start selling things eventually down the road here to help with everything. Uh, you know, maybe some T-shirts. I know Shifty was talking about them on his show. Him and I were tossing some ideas around. Um, even if we make them ourselves. You know, Shifty might start silk screening or, or whatever the hell it's called. Um, I have a silk screen guy uh, locally, and he was going to do some DC shirts, and they were going to be like thirteen to fifteen bucks his cost. That's so I might be able to do them if we can keep them like black with white lettering across the back. Keep it simple. Keep it simple, stupid. Right. Yeah, we, we can work. Yeah, exactly. That's all military saying, man. Come on. Yep. I know that Hurry one. Up and wait. Hurry up and wait and keep it simple, stupid. That's right. <laughs> all right, Lawrence, you got anything else for us, buddy? Uh, not all that much. Um, uh, there's a tip. Um, let's see. Uh, I just feel not having a four-toed Jones with you tonight. Do you guys miss it a little bit? Yeah, I do miss it, but Ben's a good stand-in because he, he kind of gives me the same kind of um, battle that I get from four-toed, and that's what I look for from four-toed is that that conflict that we have, even though we agree on a lot of things, which Ben and I agree on a lot of things, I need somebody um, to as, tell you when you're being crazy. Yeah, exactly. I need a count, <laughs> I need that counterpunch. I definitely need that. I need somebody to to keep me grounded. That and that's why I like to have um, people that are a little different than me. Don't think quite. Not, a, and and I've actually de-extremed a lot recently. No, you have, and and you know what? Uh, here's the thing: you're still driven, though, and, and that's a uh, that's what I appreciate about you, <laughs> dude. I mean, Sean, we've been friends for a couple of years now. You know, I mean, we, when we first both started, I think I was even a little more extreme than I am yeah. now. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I came out of the gate firing, you know. And uh, here's the thing. Uh, the whole conspiracy angle drove me to learn, and it drove me to read and actually get my facts together. Right. And the problem w- with the whole thing was I came out screaming conspiracy, and then I read. And I read books about people that knew, and I learned that, guess what? Everything's not a fucking conspiracy. Sometimes there's actually a legitimate reason for it. It's easy to blame it on a conspiracy when you don't want to read about it. Right. And and the thing is, though, even – and the things that we blow up as conspiracies, again, just like this Boston thing – they're going to turn it and use it for, right. for their good or for their means. Absolutely. Reactive legislation is the easiest legislation to pass. Yep. They've done it since day one. Yep. And that, that's the sad part about it. Since I think 19... you need mixed minus, Sean. You've got to have mixed minus. Or how many times i got to tell you fucking guys? It's mixed minus. <laughs> you need to mix minus your shit. I keep telling Shifty that. I keep telling Lawrence and Thomas that. That's a good Dave. That, was that a really good. is that a good Dave. Good Dave. Right yeah, that was good, man. I like that one. Hey, did I ever tell you about the fucking cop in Brooklyn? <laughs> <laughs> Why can't we have guns? We should all have guns. Kids should have guns. You should have them in your fucking mailbox. You should have them in your fucking lunchbox, for Christ's sake. <laughs> the fucking lunch lady should give it to you with the fucking fries. Here's an Elio's pizza and some fries. It's like a fucking gun. <laughs> <laughs> we knew you guys were missing Dave, so we figured we'd bring him to you. <laughs> you had to make money to shit. And, uh, you know, I can only tell you about this fucking Rebel Link show. It was really cool. Hung out with Cynthia and husband Mike, you know, really cool people. And, you know, we had a couple of beers and, uh, you know, it was 420. So, you know, I took a little bit. And Adam Armstrong, I looked at him and he looked like a fucking god. It was really cool. But I'm going to go back. What fucking happened? Some, you know, here's what happened. You know, 
Oh, oh my god. god. Stuck in a fucking gridlock because these cocksuckers in New York, they don't know how to fucking drive. They're a bunch of Yankee fan bastards. I don't fucking like I don't like New York. I don't like New York. I used to live for twenty years. Fuck New York. You know, I see my son up there, you know he's a good kid. But you know, driving around this fucking Brooklyn traffic, you gotta deal with these cocksuckers. I don't know what the fuck they're doing. <laughs> Very good, Blindlord. You know? Exactly like Dave. That sounds just like Dave. That was really good, man. All right, brother. You know, I got to have along, you know, Porto Jones, you know. And uh, Mixed Minus is shit shifty, all right? And uh, Kevin, you too, all right? You know, you know, you know about Mixed Minus. You know, you know, everyone knows about Mixed Minus. And uh, you know what I think I'm going to go when I'm an old man? I think I'm going to go to fucking Honduras. Can I have some cigars and you know, do all that shit? I'm going to move to Honduras. The government's going to fucking pay for it. I'm going to go on goddamn disability, all right? Chemtrails. 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 <laughs> Uh, all right, Lawrence. We're going to cut you free, brother. Thank you. Keep <laughs> the show brother. going. I'll yeah, have it posted L-R-W-S, later. LRWS, Friday night at 7. Show. Hope you guys listen. <laughs> we will, man. We will. LRWS, Friday night, 7 p.m. Make sure you join them. <laughs> that was Kevin. You definitely got to get some of them. That, for, for he was show. too good. He, were, he was so Dave, he got that annoying, and we had to say goodbye. <laughs> 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 oh, four toed, four. So you got to call in four toed. Where's where's my yeah. stinking report, four toed? We know you're on num nums. We don't care. Call it's us, full. bitch. Where's my report? I want Rebel Inc. I want Frank Castle. I want them all there talking to me. Come on. <laughs> He's having too much fun. I will text late his Obama phone. <laughs> hey, we won't get to him. He doesn't get texts on that thing. Well, I'll text yeah, Cynthia. How about that? There you go. No, he does. Yeah. What What's the line here? What is that Nine, number again? 941-421-0401. If you'd like to join us and throw your two cents into this crazy-ass conversation for the last hour of the first 52 on Raz Radio Live. Say it again, Sean. 941-421-0401. Yeah. That was too slow. <laughs> your flow is a little off. <laughs> well, maybe, hey, uh, maybe you're using the wrong tampon. <laughs> go ahead, Kevin. Um, for the Friday show, Ben, do you and Billy want to uh, be part of the uh, uh, Drunken Disorderly show? I I can't speak to that yet, only because I don't know what the hell I'm doing yet. I I I, I. <laughs> but I'll probably call you drunk anyway. If that answers some kind of question, <laughs> if you you and Billy can get a headset or a computer and Google Hangout, I can bring you guys in and let you guys have the first part of the show, and you do your own thing, and I kind of modulate here with the the girls in the background. And he's going to modulate with the girls in the background. Yeah, fuck that. I like your job better. Can I have the girls in my background instead? <laughs> right, right, right now. And I like drunk and disorderly, Kevin. I couldn't really call in last night. Um, because I was driving home. And you were drunk. <laughs> no, I wasn't drunk. Well, no, I wasn't drunk. Well, um, were I was driving. Fucking, <laughs> you were as high as a billy goat chasing a chemtrail. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, I definitely was. You know, Legend and I forgot to do our chemtrail promos. We did all those promos, and we forgot to do our own. I wonder why. You know, Ledge forgot to get a, a, a um, liner out of me. Oh, they, for- they went to break, and they left the phone line on. Oh, that's it. so it was live then. <laughs> we were yeah, trying to yeah, figure it out in studio. I could have been sitting there going, taint, taint, monkey snout, motherfucking bitch the whole time. <laughs> and you should have. Yeah, you should have. Because <laughs> I know Rick came in on that one. Yeah, all right. Well, that explains that. Yeah, you got to love the back. How many times do we do stupid? Shifty did that today. Shifty. Yeah, I heard it. What? 
What's that piece of paper say? Oh, am I supposed to read that? (laughs) Am I supposed to read that? Yeah, that's my love note to Shifty. Oh, Shifty is a sword-swallowing biatch. Love, Ferris. (laughs) (laughs) I just like to razz that guy. Oh, he's No pun intended. (laughs) (laughs) He got razzed this week by Ledge, I'll tell you. If you haven't heard that yet, you got to go listen to it. Honestly, let let me just go on the record here because... um, (laughs) I will be honest, uh, Shifty called me on my birthday while I was in New York, <laughs> and I was indisposed at the time, and we, some crazy shit was going on where I was at, so I didn't call him back, Right. but uh, let me grab the air right now and acknowledge and thank him for calling me on my birthday, and um, I'm sorry we couldn't hook up, but I just don't like you that way. <laughs> 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 he likes the eyes that stand still. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. My eyes never stand still. Huh? I'm all over the place. All over the place. So, <clears throat> Kevin, did you uh, have anything serious you wanted to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's your lead-in, dude. <laughs> well, you know, you came um, on, we had some technical issues, and then we went like kind of stupid for a little bit. So I wanted to see if you had anything you know, uh, per- pertinent to say. Two hours and forty-five minutes ago, I did, but um, <laughs> it's uh, it's almost like I'm on hold with Ledge at night. You know, it's uh, you're on hold for forty-five minutes. <laughs> I've been there, and totally, and nothing against Ledge. I mean, when when he gets on his drive, he's he's driving his point home, and yeah, it's about flow. He's not going to break it up for a caller. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Oh no, no, and I don't blame him. I mean, he is a radio master. I. Uh, I bow down to the guy. It's like I told people here, when I have my friend who is a local DJ in, in town for 25 years, Brian Winters, locally, and he's like Ledge, trust me. And if he's in my studio, I just sit back and I let him go because he is pure radio gold 24-7. Just, just like Ledge, the same kind of driven person. I've invited Ledge to come down to Lexicon Studio. That should be interesting. Well, I will tell you he will do it in the near future. I almost guarantee it. Yeah, that'll be a fun one to have him here. I I just did, actually today I just did some sports talk with Ledge uh, down in St. Pete, and we had a blast. We always do. We have, you know, Ledge and I, we used to do radio, but not on radio for years. Right, just talking. Me and him, we used to go hang out, whatever. I met him about eh, eight, nine, ten years ago, and we would party, and we'd end up just, it was always just me and him talking all night, and people would be like, oh, my God, these fucking two are still talking. Not you. I couldn't see you doing that. I know. That never Never, happens. Never. Last Last time you were here, you were dancing in my living room at 530 in the morning. Hey. But you know what? Am I self-sustaining? Yes, you are. Yes, you I am self-entertaining and sustaining. Yes, you are. I just rock it out. <laughs> just like that. Rock out with your cock out, That's right? right. <laughs> I'm good, dude. Just let me go. Just like I'm like a toy. Just wind me up and just let me go. And I'm like... And I like bounce off the wall like... Remember the cars that used to hit the wall and flip over and go to the next wall, flip back over? That's like you. Yeah, like the Japanese robot. They walk around, yeah. <laughs> that's me oh jesus so kevin you're picking up uh the late night friday show yes you're going to be doing uh drunken disorderly on friday you know, nights. and by, by the way for those listening i want to give a a, a little recount that that one six to one against all the other show names it did and you know what I was against it in the beginning, but all I did was talk to you for about twenty minutes, and I'm like, "Nah, that's right." That's a good show name. I thought it was. <laughs> yeah. good, I thought it was a good show name. Yeah, it was really right. Yeah. I, I I was trying to fight for legally drunk, 
And then I would, but was, then, but then halfway through, and I'm like, it's just more fun to be disorderly. Yeah, there was one other one <laughs> that I was on the teetering line with. What was the other one that everybody liked? We had um, under the influence Friday fuckery, fucked up Fridays, half his Fridays, Friday foursome, and of course. Drunk and Disorderly on RazRadioLive.com. So I, I was with Fucked Up Fridays, but then I don't like a curse word in the title because it's too hard to promote then. You know? You're right. Well, that's what I'm saying, if we ever get sponsors that actually want to give us anything. Yeah, Drunk and Disorderly, you can actually get a sponsorship for it. As a small radio background that I may or may not have, I realize that Fucked Up Fridays, although is really descriptive, um, is not a show title. Yep, and and of course, Ledge has the best name of them all, Faceplant Friday. I wanted that so bad, but he kept it going. I love him, but I hate him. What? That was my name. I came up with that. Well, it's not your show. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> no, actually, it was my show. Yeah, it was your <laughs> It was show our time. show. Yeah. You were a participant of that show. I <laughs> was the faceplant. <laughs> I, I lost skin over you that. You and Richard, wasn't it? Look, Ledge will say it. I lost skin off that. Was, I actually saw Richard today, and his hand... Has, still scarred? It is still Well, scarred. I remember the tweet. I never saw your head, but I saw the tweet of his hand. Yeah, the bloody hand. Yeah, that was a good one. That was nasty. You could see the, the gnarled flesh. But you know what? I've been to the I.O. studios. Um, that's not really a long distance to race, so two no, no, we started running down the thing We there. started back at the woods, and we, we raced, and I started to gain on him, and he took me out. I still... That's my story. <laughs> and you're sticking to it. Yeah. Hey, Sean. Sir. Pay attention to your phone line, but a uh, red tried calling in. Uh, is he just calling the right number? Because I'm not missing any calls here. Uh, maybe it's just me. Yeah, I don't see anything. 941-421-0401. If you want to call, you can you call. Know, I, I learned one thing about uh, Burke. What's that? Is that before he brings you on air, he's going to read off the call number, then bring you on air. I picked that up. Well, he's been wanting to get some interaction with me, I think. I've noticed that recently, too. And we've had a lot more callers the past couple shows. Uh, Conspiracy Corners on Shannon Burke Show. Radio I.O. at 11 o'clock. <laughs> when at 11 o'clock? Monday through you know, Thursday, perhaps, or when? Monday through Thursday. Huh. We lost our Friday. That really pissed me off. But, you know, I see these haters in the Facebook thing, Majigger. Oh, right? uh, don't read that shit. Dude. Yeah. It's well, you poison. You can't help but read it, but I'm just like, you know, I Katie is awesome. A girl to be that free and open and that just outgoing. and to put She's like the female Colin G. Brady. She puts her <laughs> life in the radio. She does. She absolutely does. Well, I, I would say, I mean, we've uh, Sean's met Katie. Yeah. I've met Katie. I mean, I know Katie. Uh, she's uh, she's great. She's willing to do um, a lot more than a lot of other people are willing to do. To be quite frank, you know, good for her for her bravery. I mean, damn. Now you're gonna be quite frank. Or just be Ferris. Don't be anybody else. I'll be like quite that. frank for now, and then I'll be Ferris later. Okay. I'll be Sean, Ferris be after frank. she gets off. What? What? Uh, uh, Kevin. <laughs> Sean, you be Frank. He can be Ferris, and uh, Lexi can be um, Katie. I don't know. No. <laughs> yeah, Lexi's not gonna do <laughs> <No>. that. <laughs> All right, we got a caller here, 585. Buddy. What's up, buddy? Is that red? Hey, red. Buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say so. Yeah. What's up, Red? Are you on the road or are you home? I'm uh, sitting around a campfire here uh, by myself at this point. Where'd the rest hey, of those fuckers go? Wonderful. He went to go see a jam band, man. 
What can? Where are you at? I'm in the lovely hills of New York at this point. Oh, so you, are um, you back home, or are you just on the way home? Yes, sir. I'm I'm home. Somewhere near home. <laughs> <laughs> are you out camping with the family? Kinda. It, it, it was fucking snowing today. That's a I bullshit. What's up with that? Goddamn chemtrails. Geoengineering and chemtrails needs to stop. I, Sean's taking the boat out tomorrow, and I'm taking my motorcycle out tomorrow. Because it's hope. beautiful. It, we, we hope. It's <laughs> raining right now, but at least it's what warm. Is, what is rain? Oh, sorry. You guys are in Florida. Oh, that's right. You live in the oh, desert. Oh, yeah. You're in the desert. See? That's right. I'm okay with I'm okay with a five-minute shower. Because in Florida... We get like a, a, a five or ten minute shower, and then it goes away, and then the sun comes back out. It doesn't rain oh, all day here. Trust me, I know. I uh, went to boot camp in Florida. Mm-hmm. You'd be marching in boot camp in formation, down, blah, 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 and going down. You get soaked. It dries up. You actually dry up before you get back to the barracks. Yep. Yeah. I went to boot camp in Fort Sill, Oklahoma. That was horrible. I didn't go to boot camp. I was drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Is it supposed to rain? Is it supposed to snow on Hitler's birthday? I'm not sure about that. Is is that okay or not? Hey, I hear Hitler was a libertarian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just being a dick. <laughs> not you, Ferris. I have no no idea where to place myself politically. I registered as a Republican. I do, but honestly, I have no idea how to pigeonhole myself into some... Well, you don't, you don't, exactly, because the enemy changes every year, doesn't well, it? And don't, pigeon, don't pigeonhole yourself anywhere. Like, yeah. Here in the state of Florida, we're kind of forced to to vote for somebody because you, you have to... Well, anywhere to get into the primaries, you have to register. No, not all states are like that. Well, there's only four states that aren't like that, well, out of 50. Let's move one of those four states. I'm just saying. Ours. I'm just saying, pretty much, you pretty much have to register. Okay. I mean... Don't yell at me. Damn it. I'm sorry. Why are you yelling at me? Because I'm drunk. It's 12 o'clock almost, <laughs> and you're yelling at me. I'm sorry. <laughs> Jesus. So what else is up, Red? I think I might have turned you guys on to some new listeners up here. I, I, I've been subjecting them to the uh, podcast and the uh, web stream, and I think they like it. I could be wrong. Well, hopefully they do. Yeah, awesome. Raz Radio. Live.com. Radio IO in the day, Raz Radio at night. We bring That's you the, the, the thread of night. Is it That's is it. the site actually RazRadioLive.com? Yes. That's one of the... La- well, and, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, you can find it uh, on TuneIn under Raz Radio. Under Raz Radio. So use the TuneIn app if you have Android or Apple and get that TuneIn app and look for Raz Radio. That's R-A-S Radio. That's what I do. That's and right. it's really easy and it really, you don't have to do anything. You just hit the app. Boop, boop, boop. And there's that. All of a sudden, tink, tink, monkey snap, motherfucker bitch. <laughs> or you can That's even it. go to Stitcher and get it, get the podcast version of it, which you can stop, pause, and rewind on Stitcher. It's so easy. Even an Irish man can do it. That's right. The well, convenience I- of it all is fabulous. Now, where can we get the ladies' room? Where do you got? You guys are on iTunes also. And right. Revere Radio uh, Network as well, and right? And Revere Radio Network. Yes. We are Sundays, 10 p.m. to midnight on the Raz Radio Network and the Rob Revere Radio Network. It's just Revere Radio Network, actually. Dot net. 
the Revere Radio Network.net. There you go. Yeah. RevereRadio.net is the actual URL. <laughs> RevereRadio.net and RazRadio.com. It's, it's, it's I'm going to drink Jameson with Red.com. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get fucked up in the woods. Damn, why, why do you think I like Red so much? Because he likes to get fucked up like me. <laughs> Red, I've come to the conclusion that no matter a microphone or a phone, your audio is still... No, never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> That's not his audio. <laughs> it's not my phone, man. It's the wife. <laughs> blame it on the I'm wife. Gonna go- I'm going to blame it on her at this point. <laughs> and I'm going to self-edit. You gentlemen have a great evening, and... Um, Kicking ass, man. All right, brother. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for calling in. Thanks, Red. Always a pleasure, brother. Peace out. Love you, too. Peace. No homo. (laughs) There goes Red. I love Red, dude. I'm sorry. uh, I love Red. He's the producer of uh, In the Ladies' Room. Yep. His wife's the show host, and Amber, of course, is the co-host. Well, you know what? I'm really excited about that show. You're always excited about women. Well, I am. That's true. Okay, as long as we know that. But at the same time, I th- I would like to think that I have some measure of reality where I can keep some things separated. And, uh, you know, I mean, I could just go to somewhere else and get my release, but I'm just saying. But <laughs> Raz Radio, I- I'm very happy that that, that show's on Raz Radio. I know it's on net as well, and that's good, too, because... You know what? Both you guys are great friends of mine, you and Rob Revere. Yep. But um, I'm really happy for Raz Radio, and I'm happy for those girls for that show. Um, I only wish that they understand just how good that content and how good that show is. And uh, They come across really well. They, they really they, do. And, you know, there's some levels and some technical bullshit that we'll, you know, we'll, be, that we'll, be, we'll be taken care of. And, of course, as they do it, they're just going to get better. And, uh, you know... Just a little plug, Lexi was an awesome guest on that show as well. Mm-hmm. So I would like to see her as a guest spot maybe once a month. I don't know. Just saying. Just requesting. But no. I I really, really enjoyed that show. And uh, I still do enjoy it every week because honesty is why we listen. Yep. And people that are here, you know, we're here bearing our soul sometimes. So we let things out sometimes. Yeah. We don't want people to well, really necessarily know. And, and you know what? Sometimes it's on purpose, yeah. and then other times, maybe not so much. It just comes right out sometimes. You and, don't even know you're saying it until afterwards. You're like, oh, shit, right? what did I just say? And, and you know what? Here's the thing that binds us all together. All of everybody that's listening right now and everybody that's part of our network and the IO network, we have a love for talk radio oh yeah we love the art of radio we can't shut up none of us none of us can yeah, shut up but we ever have, but we love the art of radio as well and we all grew up nostalgic thinking about these djs they didn't just spin records nope. they were there through oh, back in the day dude let me oh, tell you yeah. i grew up you know my father was yeah plug a DJ. your dad right now my, can you please make a little mention of him <laughs> my father was a dj mike st john for for 30 plus years in, in philly right in philly but he was he was a a, a a a record jock. I mean, he carried his records. Uh, yeah, in a, uh, in a milk crate, probably. Yeah, right? No, he actually had <laughs> custom boxes made, and they were five hundred forty fives per box. And these thick. Uh, next time, if we, if it rains tomorrow, I'm going to take you to their house because we're not going on the boat then. If it rains tomorrow, I will show you these boxes tomorrow. Awesome. And there's five hundred records. He has five of them per box, forty five inch records. This is what he took to his gigs. 
That's how he played music on the radio. And as a former DJ, I can guarantee that he knew where every song was yep. in that box. Yep. Each box was numbered. And he'd pull them up and go, hey, there it is, Casey and Sunshine Band. he put it on and just roll with it. Yep. He, every box was numbered. Every record was categorized. He had a, a, the little card, the, the index card carriers that he had the index cards in there. So he knew what box number that, that record was in, and then he knew right where oh, to go yeah. in there. But, I mean, looking back, is that not a quintessential piece of who you are? Oh, yeah, I mean, absolutely. Really. It's Kevin, amazing it took me so long yeah. to get here, honestly. It, it took me till I was 30. And and Kevin's six. been in the industry, too, though. But, like, Kevin, like, when you were growing up, is that not something that drove you? And it, did, did that not affect the way that you saw the world? You know, when I was, like, 12, there was the uh, the... Uh, whatever the hell the name of the station was, the WKRA whatever boob line. And you call in and make fun of it and have fun. And, you know, then it, it grew on me when I got out of the Navy and came into the real world, the ungovernment controlled world <laughs> shit. And um, I was like, what a better way to meet chicks, sing, because we were doing karaoke at the time because it was a going thing back in the early 90s. They're still doing and it. It's called American Idol. <laughs> I love karaoke. That's a, <laughs> I love doing it when I'm drunk. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's how Lexi and I met karaoke. Did you know that? Um, yeah, I kind of did. Okay. I, I from know, what I understand, neither of you sang. No, we sing very good, both of us, actually. The night you met, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sean singing a. What'd you sing, Sean? What song did you sing that night? Oh, I don't know. We had a whole. What do you list. mean you don't know? That was important. You met your wife. Well, what no, song we had did a you list, sing? Certain list of songs that we each did. I think that you should know what song you sang the night you met your wife. What was it? Uh, we did that. What you would dig it? The the. Fucking hate that song. Uh, yeah, I know you do. Um, Lexi, what song was um, it? The the. Fucking, Come on, help us out. Um, picture. Stupid. Picture. Yes, that's what it was. Thank you. Picture. What's that? I found picture. Your picture today. I was like, I fucking hate that song. Yeah, what the fuck <laughs> is that song, dude? Why? Because that's one of those drunken karaoke. I want no, to pick this not. girl up song. No, that's a horrible song. <laughs> Don't do that. Because Sean was in the corner going. I was trying to drink you away. <laughs> you know, I hear Warren is making a comeback, and they want you as their lead singer. <laughs> Come on, Kevin, you can do it. You know, oh, my yeah. first of singing is that and karaoke. I love rock. I love Floyd. You know, ACDC, whatever. But my voice is conducive to country. Yeah. Mine is too, actually. When I sing, I can. When I do karaoke, I'm very good at country. But if I try rock or anything else, it sounds like shit. I, I want to know what song Lexi sang the night that you guys. Strawberry met. wine. It's like strawberry wine. Yeah, uh, she does it perfect. And you know what? Sean fucking saves himself with that one. He's got that in his back pocket. That one, yeah, I know that. I know her songs. Yeah. I couldn't remember the song I did because I was probably way too drunk to remember, but I'll never forget her song. That reflects better on you, (laughs) actually. (laughs) No, if I make it down there, um, what's the chance I was getting Manson to go out and do karaoke with? It's feasible. It's feasible, but it's probably like 25%. 20 or 25. He is the most talented individual I've ever heard on the radio. I mean, Bubba is strong, Burke strong. Until you see uh, him live, dude, it's nothing. That that concert was that was hilarious. We well, had a you great saw time. it at least. I mean, yeah, I was yeah. actually still actually conscious during the show. Well, yeah, but you really weren't in the building at during the show, or was that after the show? That, that was after the oh, show. Was I saw most show? of the show. Oh, okay, 
I don't remember, yeah. dude. I was too fucked up myself to have. I'm explaining to you what I was too fucked up to see. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the way this is going. This is self-incriminating. Fifth Amendment. Ben? Yeah. How's your prospects? Dude, I will tell you. You know what? I'm glad you asked, friend. <laughs> My prospects are excellent. Because this world has new prospects every day. That's right. And everybody who's a full functioning human being has new prospects every morning. And so does everybody listening and everybody here. You've all got great prospects for the day. <laughs> Sorry. Excuse me. I'm just saying that I'm, I'm just saying that has a brain. Yeah. The girl that asked me that though, she ain't got nothing. Did you She's an every- ugly bitch with no tits with that looks like a lesbian but is not, which is weird. <laughs> like why would you dress like a lesbian? I love lesbians, right. but like why would you dress like a lesbian and then have a guy boyfriend like Really, you want the D? Because you don't look like you want the D. You really look like <laughs> you want the D. Maybe he has a really small one. Maybe she likes that. Maybe she likes small penis. Yeah, she's like, oh, it's just like a big clit. <laughs> <laughs> He'll just, like, rub it on me. It doesn't really go in because it's too small yeah. anyway. <laughs> I can see Lexi squirming in the background. <laughs> Actually, she's just kind of snickering at us. <laughs> Rocking her head back and forth. She's been writing, like, some grand display. Well, that's the show notes. See, that she knows how to take show notes. Unlike other people's show notes takers, Kevin, <coughs> speaking. Uh-huh. Last week's were pretty fucking good, I thought. <laughs> I hope, did you get that, Lexi? <laughs> All right. Uh, we're after 12 o'clock. Kevin, tomorrow night, 7 o'clock, week in review. Yes, with topics that have yet to be pulled, so we're working on that. Any guests or anything special? Um, I'm trying to get a few people in. I'm, uh, I have to yet email uh, Colt Ford's uh, handlers, and he's pretty adamant about that. Uh, there's a couple of country artists, which I, I like country artists because they're pretty raw people. They're pretty honest. They're pretty in your face. Right. And I'm going to try to wrangle in one more author that we all know, if I can. Um, I think we all know who he is. Okay. His uh, grandpa was a pretty popular guy, so. Uh, yeah, that narrows it down. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, just to be honest with you. Jack the Ripper. Jack the Ripper. Uh, that alleged guy. <laughs> ben is such a fucking kill dog. No, you know kill why? Dog? Because, no. come on. What is come it? on. Killjoy. Killjoy. Not I'm a not a killjoy. I just don't go chasing waterfalls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Ben's got to stop karaoke. Yeah, exactly. That's what you get, motherfucker. <laughs> you, you chase want karaoke? <laughs> you want karaoke? That's what you're getting. All right. I'll pass on that karaoke. <laughs> I'm holding you to that when I get down there. <laughs> you know what, dude? I am totally taking you to karaoke, and we're going to party like it's fucking 1999. Party you know, like it's 1999. See, I didn't even do that, but I knew that was going to happen. <laughs> hey, you know he believes in chemtrails, right? Who? Who? Prince? Oh my or symbol? God. God damn it, Sean. Listen, I didn't say I didn't believe in chemtrails. All I said was every line in the sky isn't a chemtrail, and we don't know what it's for. So saying it's trying to kill us or do something bad is a waste of time because we don't know why they do it yet. Don't you think breathing heavy metals is just bad in general? I don't know. Don't you think people that fucking fly a plane and dump the shit, they live where they're dumping it, so maybe they don't fear it? Or maybe they don't know they're dumping it. 
Or maybe the planes are remote controlled. Yeah, because that's more feasible than my explanation. <laughs> Honduras. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, that's exact. Bitcoin, Bitcoin, Bitcoin. <laughs> Bitcoin, Honduras. I have 12 servers mining for these Bitcoins. <laughs> Dave, you did not call and give us a report. You, you've let me down. That's right, you fucker. You know what? You're even unemployed here. You actually are. Act- you're actually acting like someone who's unemployed now. You fucking motherfucker, motherfucking fucking shit. You are sucking fucking draining the system. You little fucker. Well, there's a rant on Dave. We'll have to save that one. And, I love and Dave anyway. Up. I do too. He's but he's still guy. a bitch. We we miss you, Fortoed. But you didn't call me with a report. So, uh, you know, as a uh, a recent participant to the Las Vegas area. I can personally attest to radio shows are not as important as what's going on at the moment. <laughs> at the 420 Fest, I, I, I actually, I, yeah, understand. I, Was I, that your first time in Vegas, Kev? I live 100 miles from Vegas. Do you think it's my first time there? I don't know. I was asking you because I didn't know. Hell to the no. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever have fun before? <laughs> we was it your first time in Vegas or just the first time having fun? See, you gotta you gotta realize I lived forty miles outside Atlantic City, and I other than working there, where Atlantic got, City sucks, dude. Atlantic City was the the it's baseline wanna, for everything. No, it's great if you want to gamble. If you're a gambler, well, Atlantic City is great. I worked in the casino. I'm just saying Atlantic City is no Vegas. Okay, Atlantic City's got some stuff, but it's mostly still gambling. It was the start of it all, my friend. Oh my God, we're going back to Nookie Thompson, aren't we? Come on, it's the steel pier, the fucking jumping horse. I mean, what the fuck more could you ask for? A big pier with a horse jumping off a the hundred foot tower. You said Atlantic. I could ask for a blowjob. <laughs> you could get that. You could get that too, as you watch the horse jump off the tower. You said, "What more could I ask for?" <laughs> All right, Kevin. Last words. Tune in tomorrow, seven to ten. Eastern Standard Time for the Weekend Review, where we will talk about stuff, because we have no fucking idea what we're talking about yet, because it's Raz Radio Live, and we do it as we see it. Do it live, motherfucker. Nice. Let me know if you need help, brother. Oh, please. Get at your computer, get a headset. <laughs> please, please. All right, Kev, we'll talk to you later, brother. I'm going to disconnect from you. Later. Peace. Thanks, Kev. There goes Kevin. Kevin Harris for Week in Review, 7 o'clock Sundays on Raz Radio hey, Live. you know what? Kevin's been doing radio. He's long done time. radio for a long time. He's been on a lot of sides of the business. You know, he's not surprised by anything. He's having fun. You know, That's he's a brother. That's all he wants to do, too. Yeah. He just wants to have fun. He gets it, dude. And you know what? Not a he lot He wants of... to entertain. Are you not entertained? Yes. <laughs> Chaz's Maximus Friday night sissy fights. And we're going to have to have him down yeah. one day. I'm yeah, tra- Chaz I'm will so come trying down. to get him to come down. You can. I know. I've He's talked to him a dude. few times about it. He's just been so busy. And, you know, the world Honestly, up there on, in the Bubble Army is, is way I, fucking tweaked out of the BRN that, right now. That's exactly it. And honestly, Chaz is one of the best guys I know on radio, really, and, and the most giving. And he's just a great dude. I have partied with him till the sun came up many, many mm-hmm. times in Tampa. That's you and normally, though. I'm not going to dispute that, but I'm just saying <laughs> he was there and he saw it. So. That's cool it was for fun. him. <laughs> All right. But no, he's very giving. He's definitely uh, very, 
appreciative of all of us and talk show and everybody. He's a he's a friend. He's family. Oh, yeah. He would definitely be willing to do it. But like you said, it's just that his fucking life is busy. Oh, it's yeah. Bubba keeps him running. That's for yeah. sure, dude. He's got a basically when Bubba's Main like when Bubba's like I want this to happen and I'm done for the weekend, cause I you know and he goes home. Chaz has to make Chaz all of that happen. Do, 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 do. Yeah. Well, it's like after the Christmas party, he was at uh, Kinko's till dude, three o'clock in, in the morning. He couldn't Printing. even come into the party. Remember, he checked us in and was standing outside. Well, he had a job because he to had do, to yeah. make sure everything else was running. Yep, yep, yep. He's a good kid. I yeah. Love that guy. Really, really good, really dude. He'll he'll get there one day. All right. Uh, last words, Ferris, anything you want to say before we sign off? Yeah. You know what? I want to say thank you for having me on and, uh, it's been great and, uh, I love hanging out with you guys anyway and, uh, you know, cheers, motherfuckers. Cheers, motherfuckers. Honey, step up to the mic and say goodbye to everybody, please. Come on, come on, come on. Say goodbye. Love you. Good night. Goodbye. Love you. Good night. (laughs) Guys, you've been listening to the first 52. I appreciate you taking the time to join us here. Yeah, we just want to have fun. We just want to entertain you. We just want everything to go well in your life and in ours. And all you have to do every once in a while is help a friend out, and you'll be a lot happier if you just help somebody out. So next time you see somebody needing something, help them out. We love you. Peace. I just heard the acoustics. Let's investigate the consequence of a bittersweet loss of sense, a weapon in a war against ourselves. The setting sun is loading guns Don't be afraid of mistakes Emotions misplaced To love or to hate I don't know what to do We're all lost and confused Just trying to get through in this world Always trying to prove that we're worth What it takes But it takes a long time the dirt to see grace When I'm trying to be real They tend to be fake When I'm risking it all With no time to waste Fuck this rat race I'm leaving this place It's time to blast off Destination The sunset hung behind us And the universe to blind us From the moon we'll watch the whole world explode Moving free, unguided Through the beautiful, the silent With the light show from a passing UFO Lost in the glow Of the unknown Please don't go
the sunset hung behind us In the universe to blind us from the moon We'll watch the whole world explode Moving free, unguided through the beautiful asylum With the light show from a passing UFO Lost in the glow of the so much thanks the first 52 is the bump diggity are chemtrail geoengineering programs changing our weather and destroying our environment why in the world are they spraying they want to create a storm in the southeast then they'll start engineering out over the north pacific that's where the trailies will be find out why critics are calling why in the world are they spraying the most important film that is revolutionizing the environmental movement Go to whyintheworldarethespraying.com for more information. It's just going to get worse until the point where we're not going to be able to grow anything at all unless it's a Monsanto genetically modified abiotic stress resistant seed. Why in the world are they spraying? New international version with languages available from around the world. Go to whyintheworldarethespraying.com for more information. It's all about money, and weather is another form of commoditizing, a way the central command group can commoditize another form of our life. Why in the world are they spraying? And if you control the weather, you're going to control the planet. It's that simple. 